Evan, Evan was scrolling through his Instagram before. He saw a story of Mia Khalifa, and he was like, okay, I like that. And then Bermilliaz, he was like, oh, yeah, those are fucking awesome. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know he what really, you're talking about. Oh, no, never mind. You're fine. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, you know. It's, it's, y'all, know, know. y'all know who Mia Khalifa is. Come on. I don't know who that is. It's Wiz Khalifa's sister. <laughs> I don't think it's his sister. <laughs> I'm looking at this national championship game as easy money, and that money's on the dogs. Swipe up and use code MIA for up to 50% bonus on your deposits. This is From the Ground Up, the story of me starting my reptile business. This is episode 49 of From the Ground Up. Real quick, just wanted to mention um, t-shirts available on the website, like the ones I'm wearing that you can't see because we have too many people here and you can't see the shirt. But PortCityPythons.com, that is your way to, I'll never ask you for like money or send it to Patreon and put it out into the fucking ether and then never do a podcast again. Um, I just want you to buy something and get a cool shirt. And then we get to support the podcast at the same time. Today, we have, if you haven't noticed by the poor audio quality, hopefully I can do this in post and make it not sound like total dog shit, but we have Evan Browder and Dave Perlich, which we have had on before. If you don't know, Evan is from Carpet Cartel. Dave is Morelia Evolution. I almost stumbled on the word Morelia. Like, I've never (laughs) said that before. And, um... So yeah, we're just going to talk about a little bit of shit we're going to do and in I'm the here new too. year. <laughs> Melissa's answering your questions on YouTube. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Yeah. So today, or fucking three days ago, I saw something that I was wondering. I wanted to bounce off you guys. It doesn't have to do with what I actually was going to talk about, but you know, that's kind of how the shit goes. But I saw that... Um, Kevin McCurley put on his Bolin stuff as far as him breeding his Bolins. Evan, your face is fucking priceless about that shit. <laughs> I just... <laughs> but, uh, just listen. Just listen. <laughs> but, um, you know, someone had mentioned like, hey, Kevin, if you're wondering about, you know, all the research and stuff that's going on with the people who are currently trying to breed Bolins pythons, listen to the NPR episode or, you know, here's some resources for you to look into. And Kevin was kind of like, I understand it from one angle and don't at the same time. Like, he's like, yeah, I have my own ideas. I just want to try it and then see how it works and then go from there. Do you feel like that's like a shitty ego thing? Or like, should you take what people have done before and build upon it? Or because no one's had good success (coughs) besides Frederick, maybe start all over again. How do you feel? I guess Evan first. I personally feel like it's open season when it comes to bowlings because like you said, nobody's producing them. So other than like what a handful of people. So, you know, anything can work right about now. I mean, I, I think he should try, you know, whatever he wants to try. They're his snakes. We, we're not paying his light bills and electricity bills and rent. So you do what you want with your own animals. But I mean, to me, if they're not mass producing like ball pythons and shit like that, Hey, go for what you know, because what, he might try and might work. Then yeah. what do you do if all of a sudden 
everybody his style works and then everybody's able to produce off that you never know i mean i think with them not being mass produced and hard to breed it's it's like scrubs if you can figure out a way to get these things to breed more power to you go for it you know i don't but like i said i'm, I'm not i don't like people telling other people how to do things or how they should do it if it's his animals you know if, if let's you know let's say he loses them in the process that's a risk he's willing to take to go his route you know what i'm saying i don't know if i would I, i'm scared to even you know <laughs> not, own bones much less <laughs> try to breed them but you know that is a bucket list snake i hope one day i do have a bones because there's nothing more beautiful than that big black snake oh yeah big black snake speaking big of black snake yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's on dave's shirt so dave, you, need, you need to formulate an opinion real quick my opinion is this. Kevin McCurley has had a shit ton of fucking success breeding. With some rare stuff. Yeah, breeding retics, um, obviously ball pythons, his monitors. He has, like, if you buy a monitor from him, that monitor comes to you imprinted with humans are good. Yeah. That, that's beyond amazing. So, with a species like Bolins, where nobody knows anything except for maybe Frederick, it would be retarded for people to sit there and go, you need to go talk to this person, you need to go talk to this person, when he has this mountain of success behind him and this mountain of knowledge in his head that he can... Fuck it, let him do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting because I feel like there's a few people who have been like working together to do this and mm -hmm. kind of taking things away, adding things to their breeding plans and stuff like that, and like he's just like... Fuck all that. Keith is kind of the same way. Keith has a mountain of success with uh, blood pythons, a shit ton of other species. Yeah. Really, yeah. And he does nothing but ambient only for most everything. And so maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. If, if you don't try, you don't get anything from it. <laughs> yeah. And then talking about breeding, um, are you guys breeding this year? Evan, how many uh, fruit flies are you breeding? That's a, exactly. That's about all I'm fucking breeding right now is fruit flies. And that's that's like, that's all I can talk about is fucking fruit flies. <laughs> no, um, I'm not breeding shit. I'm just, I'm back to the basics. I'm keeping. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't have anything. I have a male Bioc that's old enough to go. And I have a female uh, head for pie ball python, but I'm not doing anything. Well, you're, gonna, you're not going to put them together? Make your first uh, Bianca green ball? I wish I would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm nothing against hybrids. I really, I love a Carpondra. I think they're badass. I Has just, anybody ever done a green ball before? I've heard they've been done. I'm sure Bill's going to try it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> a banana inchy sickness. Hey, you heard it here first. There you go. You can't just have banana and inchy in there. You also have to have Candino in there as well. Whatever's yellow, yeah. <laughs> Something. Bill's a Frankenstein. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shocked he hasn't tried it, to be honest. I mean, I don't know. Is there a line there? I, does Bill draw a line? I, does he? I'm, I'm sure he does. I'm sure everybody does. I mean, but I think if you're just going to Frankenstein it, fucking go all out. Go all out, yeah. I mean, shit. Put a king snake with a ball python. <laughs> you know? No, but really, I just, I, I think that... I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen a green tree ball python. I don't know if I'd want to. I mean, I'd, I'd want to see what it looks like, of course. I, it's not something I would I don't know if it'll or, work. You know. Shit. You never know. They work with carpets. They work with womas. They work with all kinds of shit. Berms. Yeah, you can get a Burmese and a ball python to breed. 
I think I want to say those are out there. Or there's an angry ball. I think is what they call it. It's maybe a retaking a ball pipe. No, that's a, that's a, that's Angolan. Yeah, which are the same thing. So I don't know why you. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I tease a lot when I see people post Angolans. I think Gary Shabino posted up some not too long ago. And I was like, oh, cool ball python. <laughs> you know, but I shit. Go in there and call them things ball pythons. It's, a, it's kind of like uh, if you look at a diamond and a jungle, it's like, I feel like the Angolan is the diamond and the jungle is the ball python, just in pattern and then in like the, how, um, what would you call that? How fucking often you see it in the hobby. But Dale, are you be- are you breeding coastals this year? Or? I did something really stupid. And oh. moved in December. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. So, due to space constrictions, uh, I have pairs together. I have absolutely no idea if anything's going to come from it. If past experience has said anything, I should have spotted pythons. That's about it. Are, are those typically easy to breed? Is oh, God. The There's only... I don't know of a way you can stop them do from they breeding. Eat fingers? <laughs> yeah, they do. And when the female comes off of eggs... Uh, it is almost impossible to handle her because she wants to eat everything. Like she'll she'll eat your thumb up to there. Yeah, yeah. Did you get one for me? Mm-hmm. Which one is that? You, you That's a female. That's a female. Yeah, you're breeding her. Yep. Oh, awesome. This will be the second or third year I've tried with her. Has she produced yet? Uh, the eggs went bad last year, and then she slugged out the year before. And I think I don't know why she slugged out the year before. Um, I changed males, and uh, the male that I tried last year was like ten months old, something like that. That sounds pretty young. I don't yeah, think about spotted python. I, I don't. I don't think he was uh, old enough to get the job done, and I think that's why the eggs went bad. So this year he's another year older, so he should be good. Yeah, he was a sex premium. Got him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's shooting blanks. He's gonna know that. <laughs> But um, you you're still pairing coastals and stuff. As far as what do you have some like jag um, stuff? No, no jag stuff. I have a tiger. Just making shit up that you have. I have a tiger. Uh, I have Bowlins. a tiger. <laughs> I'm working on a Collins actually. Now. Collins. Collins. I like that. <laughs> um. Oh shit. No, I have a tiger and a caramel going together, and then a really banded M pen going with kind of a more traditional M pen. Very nice. So, my goal is to make, you know, the 50-50 jungles? Meaning, like, 50-50 color? Yeah, 50-50 pattern. Yeah. And with bands and everything, that's what I want that look on the coastals. Okay. And I mean, that just, the M-Pen line is just, like, way above He's Actually, I seen a post earlier. He's got his Rockhamptons going. He's got some IJs going. He's got some Granite Spotteds going. He's, he's got some stuff going. And his reds. His reds are insane. His yeah. reds In case y'all like, don't know, Michael Pinnell, Python <laughs> and Pear Tree. I don't know how you don't know who M-Pen is. The Silver Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Great dude, man. Check him out. Yeah, he posted, I think it was just a, a baby that he posted, but he said, you know, he's going for more of an exanthic look in his coastals that aren't exactly technically exanthics, I guess, but just really, really clean fucking coastals. Pretty neat. He produces some nice stuff. We need people to respect coastals, I guess. No shit. Now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, considering them and jungles are the same thing. Well, yeah, now they... <laughs> you can, I don't you give can, a shit. I don't care they're not the same thing. I mean, I know they 
probably if you believe if you believe in DNA, they are the same thing. We have um. had this conversation <laughs> ten times on this so, podcast. So Travis Wyman sent me a picture because he knows I'm pissed off about the jungle coastal thing, and he's like, "Guess what? These are also the same species." He sent a Chihuahua next to a Great Dane. So I was like, "Yeah, that makes a lot of sense." Like, kind of. So you mean to tell me my Yorkie and my Pitbull are the same? They're the same thing. You can nice. bring them together, and you'll get some fucking. God, that would be. You don't want to see the result of no. the thing, which is just oh, like no. I don't want to see the result of a you know. Slow hand a Jada fucking jungle to a coastal. I don't want to see that. I, don't, I never want to see because there's no reason that? to do that. Adding diamond blood to jungle, I get, but why would you take a snake with pure black and pure yellow and put and it then, with something brownish, creamish? Yeah, don't get me wrong. That's I, all you have. Don't get me wrong. I love yeah, coastals. You, coastals, you, the color palette you, you have to work with is is amazing, but. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But, I mean, you get people out there. I mean, but those kinds of people don't really get that quality of jungle no. carpet python either. But Yeah, no. a, lot of, a lot of people don't want to spend the no. money. <laughs> we got to cuddle closer if we can hear Dave this whole time. <laughs> At least y'all are all in the shot now. I mean, it's even, Kind of, but kind we of. do have this well, new like HD camera. <laughs> Didn't help color correction for yeah, you. Yeah, well, the sun's so, right in my eyes, but I don't know. My beard looks nice. I mean, you look like a different person. <laughs> Was it with the beard? Last time I saw you, you were well before last time you were baby faced, and you, it changed. My head's you. baby faced. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> also, your brother looks a lot like he told not yeah. say snakes. I, I get that a lot. Your yeah. brother looks so. She much thought like you. she thought you were. Your I brother, thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was you. And I'm five I, years older, and everybody swears we're twins. I, I saw the picture, and I'm like, that looks like, no, that's his brother. <laughs> Your mom says the camera is so much clearer, by Oh, the way. that's great. I'm glad. Um, best compliment you could She receive. bought it, by the way. That's the Christmas <laughs> gift for everyone listening, because they care. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Thanks, Mom. You made me look good. <laughs> Evan, what are you doing as far as um, you're building enclosures? What the hell are you building them for? I'm doing a, well, I'm building a frog tank because I have frogs. and <laughs> You have constantly multiplying amounts of frogs. No, I've just got the, the how many do I have? Well, you started, well, I got 12. Have, That's all I have, have. I have like 12. three tanks now. But I've got a bunch of tanks. <laughs> I just build these tanks because it's so addictive. If no one's ever built a tank... Get you like a little 10 gallon and go to YouTube and look at some of the, the tank buildings, you know, the live vivariums. Even if you want to build it just for plants, it is so much fun and it's, it's addicting. Like it's it's one of those things that you, you build one and it's like, oh, let me get a bigger one. And then you start thinking, I can do this, I can do that. Oh, if I put this plant or this tree into the background, it comes out here, then I can put this bromeliad on. I mean, your mind just starts racing. And of course, uh, if you look on my page and stuff or follow me on Facebook, Instagram, I'm doing a 75 gallon right now. Yeah, it's fucking it's large. Huge. It's it's huge, man. It's gonna be some fun. I'm pretty excited and can't wait to have it done and put some frogs in it and I have a little water feature, waterfall and this shit. Evan, Evan was scrolling through his Instagram before. He saw a story of Mia Khalifa and he was like, "Okay, I like that." And then Bermilias, he was like, "Oh yeah, those are fucking awesome." So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know he what really... you're talking about. Oh no, never mind. You're <laughs> it's, it's this. It's, you know, 
Y'all know who Mia Khalifa is. Come on. I don't know who that is. It's Wiz Khalifa's sister. <laughs> I don't think it's his sister. <laughs> No, you're not going to want to Google that. Yeah, Google me and Khalifa. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> well, I said we turn the camera this way. No <laughs> kidding. Yeah, let's get the face I want to see your face, your facial expression. Be like, oh, what the fuck? So what do you do with those like light diffusers? That's just for filtration. Uh, that's on the, the bottom. I basically wrap those for the, uh, the false bottom. I wrap them in like a weed block, which is like a mesh. So when you put your soil down and then all your, your water drainage, it just goes straight through and straight through the egg crate, egg crate and into the bottom and just filter out your water. Have either of you guys kept walnuts before? We just had someone ask about No. So, man, we were yes. just talking about walnuts. I have one. Ah. <laughs> I have one. They're Bacon amazing. Bush. Your your collection is just like, oh, I didn't know he had that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know, like a red I, scrub or, or I have uh, cut down dramatically. I think I'm down below, either right at or just above 30 animals. I have to go in and count. But you have like major animals. Yeah. I went from like 50 to like 15. So, what do you think? Womas in general, I've seen like super high feed response, but then again, I've seen super chill ones. And They are the weirdest handling snake you will ever come across. And it's not like a typical feed response. Like, if you grab a spotted python, or because we were talking about spotteds earlier, or carpet pythons, or something like that. Um, where you open up the cage and they have that feed response. Yeah, these don't do that. You pick them up and they run their hand like this and then they go, oh, hey, this spot looks good. And then they bite and wrap. Yeah. That's their feed response. Is a Woma ball python a thing? Yeah. Yes. That's it's a, a mutation. Yeah. It's, it's a supposed wall. to you be. You don't see them too much. No, it's I, a, it's, they're called walls. It's a Woma no, ball. It's Seriously. a wall? No, 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 no. There's a hidden gene Woma. It's an actual mutation in ball pythons i just oh. don't i just oh. so it's I just not don't. a hybrid it's well no there's a hybrid there's, 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 there's a hybrid okay, wait, that, that's a that's me. the hybrid is called the wall ball okay and that's a combination of a woma and a ball python and then there's a mutation that i have no earthly idea how it works but it's supposed to be a hidden gene woma okay something. what is a hidden gene how it's not really, really a hidden uh. gene basically it's <laughs> oh, no. i didn't you want to go down it, this rabbit hole you, you take a hidden gene woma and you can put it with something like a lesser or something like that. That's how you get the soul suckers. Yeah. Because I had a banana lesser and I was going to pair it with a hidden gene woman and I was going to try to make some banana soul suckers. No, but what is a hidden gene? I don't get what that means. It's, it's, it makes banana dick suckers. Did you hear <laughs> that? <laughs> That's kind of what it's like. How, is it, how is it a hidden... What does that mean? A it's basically... It's the, ball python community, the ball python community doesn't understand you. Back when back <laughs> they were too stupid to realize when something was different, they were like, oh shit, it's turned out to something different. It must be a hidden gene. And then that's what you get. Okay. <laughs> so Pretty much. So hidden gene isn't really a thing. And there's, a, there's also... It's a very... Xanthic, which is co-dominant. There's, it's a very, very subtle uh, co-dominant mutation. This is a question we should ask Penel. No kidding. <laughs> he would you be way man. better at this. <laughs> oh, I could call him up, I think. I'm not going to We'll just start calling random people. <laughs> <laughs> You're live on a podcast there, Finn. Uh, the only way we could probably get him on here, I would have to explain all the fucking Google Hangout shit and... Good luck, with, good luck with that. He's that. good luck with that. He's older than I am. He's, he's on Instagram. <laughs> he, oh, he's actually got an Instagram now. He was just barely on Facebook and could barely manage that. Yeah, I don't know if he posts that much. But. <laughs> okay, so are people successful with the hybrid, the Loma Ball? 
Uh, Are they successful? Well, successful making them, I don't think they breed any further from there. Meaning, like, you're not going to bring it back to a ball python and make 75% balls. I just... No, no. I mean, not that. Why not? I mean, you the, do it with everyone who makes hybrids <laughs> is so short-sighted. I don't even think they've gotten to that point. You turn that the light on, you right. all John Cena just disappeared, dude. <laughs> the, the only, the only exception to that would <laughs> seem the uh, Carpaccio people. That is true. Yeah, that's an exception. Yeah. I mean, I don't even. Cons- that's just not as much of blasphemy as all the other ones. No, when you're talking about a woman to a ball, that I feel like that's such a different league. Even oh, good lord, you're talking, talking about different continents. Yeah, <laughs> that's where. That's what I. I don't. I never understood that. When you're 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 taking like, I I kind of understand carpets and green trees. You know, I'm not against hybrids. You do your own thing. Like I said, I'm not. They're your animals. Bills. They're your animals. But. I understand a carpet to like a green tree because one, same family, kind of, uh, both kind of, you know, in the trees, same li- lifestyle, same continent. Okay, that makes sense. You take a ball python that lives in Africa in a hole in the ground, you know what I mean? And then you put it with something from another continent that lives in a tree. To me, I mean, instinctually, I think you're fucking that snake up because they live a certain life, one half, you know what I mean? And then the other half is this. Then they're going to eat different things. So it's like, where's, what does that do to that snake? You know, does it do behavior anything at all? What the hell yeah, behavior. Is it like fucked up? I mean, I saw Jurassic Park. They created something crazy and <laughs> fucked it up. You know what I mean? So are these, these snakes T-Rex velociraptor type animals? You know what I mean? Like, are they just, does it mentally mess with them? I mean, not, not physically, because of course, you know, you don't see any problems physically, but does it mentally, you know, or do people just look at snakes as all oh, they're all the same? I think certain snakes have characteristics or per, uh, personality. That's what I'm trying to say. That they have their own. This, you know what I mean? Like some snakes are yeah. assholes and some snakes are just chill, and that's their personality. It goes from individual to species as well. Like they all, a woma python behaves so differently than a fucking ball python. I couldn't even imagine. I have both, what, and they're d- what dramatically differently. <laughs> yeah. Um. And back Maybe to the evens it out when you put them together. Back to the individual snake thing. I have a carpet python that doesn't climb. Never used a perch in her entire life. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the one thing with like carpets. <laughs> you see, like some that will perch and mm-hmm. some that just don't give a shit. I have one that thinks that she's a freaking green tree python. She'll sit on a perch and exactly like a green tree and never move. I got a ball python that perches. So do I. Say something. <laughs> Well, how does it perch and it's it looks like one quart it tub. climbs up. No, I've got it up. I actually moved into this cage I got and it's got I had a green tree in there and it's got a the PVC in there. I just didn't take it out. So I walk in there the other day and she's literally up on it and perched like a green tree, just sitting there and I was like, Oh, you gotta be shitting me. And I, I meant to take a picture and walk on that side. Ball track. python enthusiast and be go <laughs> I put all my ball pythons in Arboreal enclosure. You're in Africa looking for ball pythons. Look up. (laughs) There, there was someone. There was like a big argument. I don't know. It must have been. It was either DFW or Texas classifieds or whatever. Someone. I don't know. Someone was like, "Yeah, I went to Africa and there's ball pythons in the trees or something." I don't know because people were arguing over the tubs. Maybe in the bushes. Why would they yeah. lie? They would have no reason to lie about that. Maybe they did see uh, it. I think they maybe, or maybe they said, like, I know someone who's seen one <laughs> in the trees. You know, it's always a... People, I don't know, it's hard to say. People, the, the tub and not tub argument. The I tub. mean, for ball pythons, I feel like it works perfectly. Mm-hmm. 
For most snakes, it works perfectly, but to have those options, I guess. I would, even, I would even almost, this is blasphemy for the scrub python community, but I would almost say if you can find suitably large tubs, scrubs would probably do amazing in them. They're so high strung and so visually just watchful it's and everything. In case y'all didn't yeah. know, that's the name of Dave's new company, Scrub in a Tub. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, someone asked, are spotted pythons as hard to get feeding as other anteresia species? No. <laughs> Just stick your finger in front of his face. No. Um, children's pythons and the stems and I, what are those? The pygmy ant pythons? Anthill pythons? I don't know if they're the pygmy or the anthills. Um, yeah, pygmy is the same thing. Yeah. They are, those you pretty much have to force feed to get them going. Spotted pythons, you basically... You stick a pinky in front of their face and they eat it. <laughs> it's like feeding a baby corn snake. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna breed anteresia and you don't want to dick with uh, force feeding babies or spotted or do you scent at some point? Do you do you know what they even scent on? Do they want it? That's, that's what I was gonna ask. Are they frog lizard eaters? I have no I, I, idea. I, I, I would assume frog lizard. Yeah, that would be my guess. I have no earthly idea. I've never scented. I've always the ones that out of like a clutch of. Ten, you'll have one that doesn't want to eat. Kind of the same thing. So with awesome. Yeah. yeah, and um, that one you just I I have always just force fed it mouse tails until it got the idea that it wanted a pinky. It's, it's essentially yeah. the same thing as starting a corn. Exactly. At that point. Yeah. So but I've I mean, never I, scented. I don't even know what I would scent with. Maybe bearded dragon. Maybe they eat baby bearded <laughs> dragon. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think, I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying with the bearded dragons. I mean, I think people just think little python and a bearded dragon, but I think, you know, but Australia, I was going to say, maybe either bearded, bearded or, dragon is yeah, like that. They're, they're small. Or yeah. they're maybe even a, uh, like a frilled dragon. They're eating that kind of stuff out there. Mm -hmm. You know, those, whatever lizard skinks, those little ground skinks they have out there. And I mean, I don't fucking know. I've never, I've heard stories of, um, Baby entry, like when you hatch a clutch of uh, carpet pythons, you can leave them together until they all shed. Yeah. Don't do that with Anteresia. You'll you'll start with ten babies and you'll come back and you'll have nine or eight. Really? Because <laughs> they'll eat they'll eat their uh, siblings. Do they eat snakes yeah. in the wild? Uh, really uh, I can't remember who it was. Somebody went over there and saw them eating. Saw. An anteresia. I don't know if it was a spotted, a children's, or a pygmy, or whatever. Saw an anteresia eating a rogue-killed fierce snake. <laughs> Whoa. That's mm -hmm. pretty cool. <laughs> so, I mean, I would assume that that was a baby, eating, or a full-size anteresia eating Dude, a baby. baby fierce snake, yeah. Yeah. But still super awesome. I mean, it's like the little the little king snake of Australia. Mm-hmm. To a certain degree. Womas also eat pretty much anything. Really? Yeah, I've heard that they're a bigger pain to start, though. I have no idea. I only have one, so I haven't even tried breeding yet. Is it a female or a male? Male. Austin <laughs> Austin has a female, and oh, really? we're going to do a breeding loan at some point. Yeah. Well, he's right he just, there. Yeah, he, just, <laughs> he just said, hey. Are they, I thought about grabbing him and dragging him down here, actually. <laughs> Get him down here. Yeah. I mean, we just can't pay. Yeah, I was gonna say we don't have any more space. <laughs> that would work out great because I got to give it y'all anyway, so we could set up some. No shit. Southern carpet fest and figure out what's oh, going yeah. on. Oh, yeah. um, my wife. My wife says my spot is good. Hey. Well, you heard it here, right? <laughs> Southern carpet fest at Dave's house. I just. Uh, yeah, I, I know there's a couple people that have been like, let me 
get back and see what can happen. Because in case you guys didn't know, plans for Carpet Fest, Southern Carpet Fest, are normally at Bill's house. But Bill is going to be selling his house. And so couldn't have Carpet Fest there this year. And so we've been on the grind trying to find a new spot. So it's looking like here in a little bit we'll be trying to figure wrap everything up and let everybody know where it's going to be. Uh, we're still looking at like the first weekend of May because that just seems to be a nice time of year down here. It's not too rainy. It's not, not too hot. hot. Not too hot. Not too you know, cold. We're going to get out there and do what we do and fuck around crawfish. and have some fun. And, yep, crawfish yeah, is the plan. And, I got it. Oh, that works. Oh, <laughs> Holy. Uh, we're not talking because me and Dave are trying to find out how to tag team a can or a bottle and get the top off. Okay, I have a question. Wait, um, we were going to talk more about Carpet oh, Fest. I want to talk about Carpet Fest. Sorry, sorry. Okay, what Let's more questions do you have? Um, I would say like Tony's house. You talked to Tony? Or? We talked to Tony. We talked to uh, Dave. We talked to Austin. We talked to actually a couple people Austin just hit me too. up. And was like, hey man, you know, I think Ryan, Ryan was saying maybe we could go to his house. Sullivan. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, Ivory Connection. Little Elmo, Texas. I have a side note. The this Hobbit is good, <laughs> but not quite as good as the other one. No, that's, that's less <laughs> It's eerie. like softer. It, I wish it was. There's it's a little some, sweetener. It's, it's not carbonated. It's, more, it's yeah. like flat, kind of. It needs just a little. It needs to be called something. Budweiser. I don't so know what I am drinking. Also, so, I want to see it sponsored by beer. I'm totally happy. This is amazing. Yeah, we had um, because Will Weber was saying like, "Hey, I like I love beer, and I know you guys drink beer. Why don't you talk about the beer that you drink?" And I forgot. We do it a little bit, but we've stopped. We've stopped. So what what we're drinking is a Founders uh, Breakfast Stout, which is like an oatmeal stout. It is fucking. It's seasonal, so you can't get it. I think it's I think it's nationwide, but it's seasonal up until like the January. end of January. And then we the other struggled one, to get it like last weekend. Like I call like four different stores. Yeah, and it's really, like a little, really uh, like this one. It's a real heavy stout with like. It's a has oat. It's an imperial oatmeal stout. And then the I've other made one, one of those. Double so chocolate. You made it. Yeah, I brewed my own beer. Oh whoa, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, okay. I I I made an oatmeal stout. They're they're game changer. Kind of a. Pain to make, but they're delicious. Yeah, why and they take it so a, difficult? It's more just patience because they take longer to brew than like a heffy oh, or okay. something like that. Uh, I'm not sure who this is, but uh, who's H2749? Yes, I still plan on going herping for gray bands before Joe. And Someone knows you a lot, <laughs> and you don't know who they are. Okay, wait, but Joe, you gotta say the, the second the, one. The other one is real ales. Uh, real ales coffee porter so it isn't a stout it's a porter and it's like not it's a it's, it's a good. collaboration with a coffee company here in Texas and a brewer in Texas it's a limited release too but it's like not very carbonated it's pretty sweet which I don't really like my beers to be very sweet. sweet I think it's flat but that's my best it's a little flat it's yeah it's flat. not very carbonated yeah and it, it is pretty coffee tasting. I mm-hmm. like the subtle mm-hmm. coffee and chocolatey. I feel that the only beers we drink are like the dark. We really like dark stout type beers. Oh, and I'm I'm an IPA and a stout guy, so that works. Beers, <laughs> and Evan's high class. He only drinks from doctors. Uh, his his <laughs> drink was made by Dr Pepper. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that company. <laughs> I think it's nationwide. I yeah, think. I think I'm not maybe. Sure. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's everywhere. But 
<laughs> as much as I love Dr. Pepper, I'm fixing to start cutting that out too. Yep. Because I, I quit smoking cigarettes. If, if, if you smoke cigarettes, quit. Quit. Join Evan in his fight. No, and the only that. thing that will kill I'm, you I'm, just I'm, as quick as cigarettes is probably a lot of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> no. so How long I have you mean, been cigarette free now? About almost two weeks. Almost two weeks. Yeah, the actual physical addiction is over with. All you need, now you just have to contend with the habit. And the habit is the worst part. Yeah, the fact that you go outside and you light up. The fact that you wake up in the morning and, yeah. Uh, Yes, sucks. And there's not a day that goes by that you don't want one. <laughs> okay. Especially fishing. Okay. I fish oh. a lot. Get out there and be fishing. I really want to smoke a cigarette. I'm an I'm an ex smoker. Yeah. What do so. you do while you're while you're fishing? Chew gum. That? I just eat a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm like I'm a I'm gonna lose some weight, and then I go fishing and quit smoking cigarettes. I just snack. Fishing is not a game for skinny people. No. <laughs> okay, I didn't, I didn't know you those don't two see things. Like fishermen. Fly fishers, I feel like you do. Yeah, yeah, they're like the they're like the chondro people of fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Ball python are like the catfishers of <laughs> fishing, which is what happened is. So. <laughs> catfishing the ball python. Yeah, like bass fishing is like maybe like Morelia. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Fuck no, man. Trout, a good trout. That's like man, those are condo you're, you're not gonna catch a, a hundred pound bass. You know what I mean? So I don't know. This show is so everywhere like, tonight. Like, We're talking like about shit. beer, fishing, like cigarettes. Uh, this is great. Uh, you know, catfish. No, those are like the big sea fishermen are the retail yeah. guys. No, those Chew would be the, the Bowlands guys. <laughs> 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 okay, so any more on Southern Carpet Fest? Uh, I got to get with Austin too. He's our T-shirt designer. Oh. Come up with plans so we can get it all designed and see what's what. But uh, there's a there's a Facebook page we did Southern Carp Fest. You can follow that. And once all plans get rolling, it'll be posted and then we'll be sharing daily till it's time for the event. We Hope. should. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, you're good. I was we you. should also promote crawfish. Promote Southeast. Oh, yeah. Even though none of us are going. Southeast Carpet Fest, February 10th. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. If I can get some money together. Right, that's, Cape Coral, yeah. Florida. We looked at Contact it. Contact Ian Bissell, man. S&J Reptiles, uh, Southeast Cor Carpet Fest. Should be a good one. No, I'll be in New York that weekend. Ooh. What are you doing in New York? Visiting uh, my best friend from high school and my wife's, one of my wife's friends. Did you know he was from New York? He's not from New York. He's from no, Oh, him? Yes. <laughs> I knew he was. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, my best friend isn't from New York. What the hell are you no. talking about? Yeah, I was talking about your best friend. No. <laughs> I knew you were from up in that area. I didn't know you were from actual New York. No, not, yeah. not well, actual New York. When you like say upstate. New York, what do you mean? City. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I get confused when people's like, are you talking about the state or the city? But okay, never mind. Off yeah. topic. So we just came back from there, but what were you gonna? Oh. Um, carpet fest. Where are we going? <laughs> you had a question, I think. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> to make it seem like they know stuff. Oh shit. What this is gonna question? be hard. Oh. Yeah, exactly. What? Wait, no, no. What is <laughs> that? Okay. What is special? Special. Um, special about the platinum spotted python. Is there something special about that? I have that? no idea what that is. A platinum spotted python? 
Is there a platinum spell? I actually want to say there is. There, there, I, want there to say are I just Googled it to sound smart. So. And I want to say it's in Australia. Okay. And I have no earthly idea. Yeah, way to go, asshole. <laughs> I don't know anything. Yeah, about they're going to sometimes they'll it have different. It is by Peter Birch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's things That's that we what... can't translate because we're <laughs> stupid American. <laughs> and we don't get like, they have like albino anteregio over there. I think he may have like some type of leucism. If... He has a bunch oh. of different anteregia. Okay. That dude knows his anteregia. Like he has it down to the exact number of mice that his female needs to put on weight in order to breed again the next year. Oh, that's intense. Yeah. He, he's fucking crazy. Okay. There, there is a either a spotter or children that does have some type of line bread mutation or line or an actual mutation. It looks like the patternless spotted is the granite spotted just lying bred for reduced spots is that yeah granite and the like granite granted. and the granite is a recessive mutation in the uh spotted python okay, for those so for those nerds out there uh enterisha maculosa okay yeah. yeah i saw him i think it was on like mike curran's table or something at white plains and i was like oh i didn't know that exists and it's only like two hundred dollars like mm -hmm. Yeah, it's super cool, super easy to keep, and it's like really cool looking. Oh god, they are stupid easy to keep. Yeah. Like, uh, aside from one thing, you want to make sure, like, <clears throat> my male lives in a V18, and it's probably about that big. My female is in the V18 with him, because I think he will get out of my, her rack that she's in. <laughs> so instead of putting him with her, because he's smaller? Yeah. So those two are just there, which reminds me, I should probably check on them and make sure she hasn't decided to do something stupid like eat them. I opened up the tub the other day, and I opened up the tub to change out waters, and she had him completely wrapped up. And I'm like, well, okay. In a good way or a bad way? Uh, no. She bit him. <laughs> oh, they breed like lizards. They Apparently. They around the neck and... Or bull snakes. Bull snakes. Bull snakes do that. Oh. Dude, I seen a video of the fucking. That shit is nuts. I didn't know. Oh. I'd be terrified if I didn't know they did that and saw that happen. Yeah. I think she'd be. They were trying to eat each other. It would. Thank you. I am extremely. I am extremely, extremely thankful that I had warning before I put my bull snakes together. I put them together and then I hear this. Just this sound of these snakes thrashing around and I open it up and he's got her by the neck pinned up against the side of the cage and i'm like i didn't realize something with no arms and no legs could do that hashtag me too no shit oh shit oh shit <laughs> oh that was fun they're was like fun. i mean i guess you can look at their head and be like maybe i don't know if there's some biological reasoning to that maybe they're like closer in evolutionary standards to lizards or like well, I mean, lizards breed like that. I was going to say, bearded dragons have that, uh, have that little node, that nodule thing on their side. That's that's specifically made for them. That's specifically made for the male to grab hold of the it's female. Like a to... Fucking harness. Exactly. Not like fucking, <laughs> but like fucking. You know. I got like, it. Oh, I got oh, it. I didn't need the explanation. That's fucking crazy. I didn't know. It's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I thank God I had warning before that. I opened it up and I saw like, oh shit. Well, I've been seeing okay. <laughs> a lot of, like, the retake pictures of people posting up their males that are fucked up, or females, rather, that are fucked up, because males are fucking crazy. I don't know exactly what they do, but for some reason, males will chew up on females as far as retake. Now, when I've seen that, I've, I've never seen... 
if if you put one male with a female, I haven't seen that, but I could see that if you put multiple males to one female, and now oh, yeah. that scent is still in there. So of course he's smelling another male. She moves. Uh, he mistakes her for a male. I could see that, but I don't think if I can't say I've ever seen somebody's. Not to say it hasn't happened, you know, but if you have you know a male and a female together and that's it, I haven't seen a male attack a female. Now I could say I've seen females. I was going to say, I've heard of females attacking That's males. usually hunger. You know what I mean? Like, turned around as mistaken identity. But, uh, I mean, you never know. Sometimes these bitches are crazy. Man. You might just want to eat that <coughs> You ever... <laughs> you ever put a male in with a female and the female, like, arches her back and, like, throws a quail or something? Basically saying, I don't fucking want that dude in here? Well, if you keep the male in there, she might just decide to Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Black Widow. I mean, yeah, we only give them so much space. You're not giving a female an opportunity to get away. You're in a confine. You're in a six-foot cage. You're a fucking 17-foot retake. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, you're not going anywhere. The first male that I tried to put with my caramel carpet, uh, my caramel decided to bite and wrap him. The female? Mm-hmm. The female decided to bite and wrap the male, and I'm like, well, apparently you're not in the mood. <laughs> So you think that's a compatibility thing, or a female wasn't ready, or a male wasn't I have, good enough? I would say it's probably a combination of compatibility, and um, the female just wasn't in the mood. I, I could see it being more mostly probably just not in the mood because yeah. dogs, a dog can be in heat, but if she's like not ready, you know what I'm saying? She's just not right there. She's pretty much kind of nippy, kind of get off me. But then a couple hours later. Her tail's up in the air. She's pushing her butt all up on him. You know, and then she's hoeing herself out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Snake would be doing the same thing. It's just like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And then all of a sudden, tail's up. and like, couldn't get it. So mm -hmm. when that happened with your caramel, did you put them again together later? Oh, no, like, no, 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 no. You no, just no. were like, um, I was all like, apparently you do not like uh, this boy. And um, this boy is going to go somewhere else. <laughs> just gave it up. Yeah. Did you try a different male? Oh, yes. Yeah, there's a different male in did there. Did it work better? I have no earthly idea. They they haven't eaten each other and they haven't struck at each other. Okay. And they're cohabbing right now. I think I checked this morning right before I took off and she was which she was one, curled up on one, one side. Which one do you have was, for sale? That top guy. Let me see. Right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just... What just came over here? No, nah, I just... No, nah, I miss my carpets, man. <laughs> I really do. I really I, wish we could do a breeding one with these. I would love to make babies with yeah. the snake. I wish I actually had jungles because I would gladly and happily do a breeding totally. one with you. It would be amazing if we could find someone to do it with us. But yeah, I mean, someone someone on YouTube really went in on me because I don't hold these carpets enough. Um, but I mean, there's just multiple that might be Amazon. I mean, I just, when you hold, when I hold one male and then hold the next one right after it, they tried to combat me like that one because I was doing a video of all my snakes and all the carpets are males. Mm -hmm. So it's like I was holding and I mean, he's as docile as can be, as you can see, like right now. But he's a little squirrely. But I mean, he's just in the say, this is cool. Yeah. We have a vacuum. Yay! Thank you, everyone listening. Now you get to know you guys have checked out poor city pythons. He does have this guy available. Yeah, I don't really post it up because it's not like, I don't feel like shipping during the winter. But maybe I'll post it up nationally, like, 
sometime in spring. But then again, it's like that's also a snake that I really like. So if it doesn't sell, what's his background? Then whatever. Is he? See, that's why I'm selling that unknown? one is because that one's unknown. And then the other male that I have is mutton line or bred by Nick Mutton to a hair to a hair male. So it's just really bright, really clean. And I mean that one. Who did you get them nice, from? But um, this one I got from the the mutton to hair was um, Matt Palermo. He's okay. Um, rock geckos now. He only works with geckos, but that was gonna be his holdback male forever. That was the only carpet he had, and then he ended up getting out of them. So, but this guy I got at uh, which one was supposed to be the girl? Syracuse too. Um, what was the girl? Which one was supposed to be the girl? Oh, this was supposed to be the girl, okay. a.k.a. why it's so big. My, my other males look like corn snakes, so this one is big. Yeah, so I mean, I really was trying to fatten this guy up. and Because um, I really want to keep, if I have a male, I want to keep it so I can keep it in a CB70. I don't want to get any bigger. So I, I have mean, a goal in keeping my males in a CB, in a... 28 quart. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but this is the, the like mutton line one. It also is a dickhead. But of course it is. Why it's trying Just go, to take go right up underneath him. Well, Dave doesn't mind being bit. I don't feel like it. <laughs> hey, 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 I, hey, I'll preach to that. We were over at Ryan's house cleaning some cages and his damn blood <laughs> got out and was all up underneath the thing. Dude, that thing tagged him like Three or four times in a matter of seconds. There's a, there's some people who just don't give a shit about being bitten, and there's other people that always give a shit. Doesn't matter how many times you're bitten, I never want to be bitten. You know what I've discovered since I don't give a shit about getting bit? I don't get bit a whole lot. <laughs> no. That's a feed too. Oh, that, yeah. was a feed that was a feed response. <laughs> how did that not break skin? It did. Oh, it, it did. Will. It did. Yeah. So you're not bleeding. It it is. Is. No, it is. <laughs> it is. Uh, I, I, have super, uh, I, I actually do stuff with my hands, so I have super calloused hands, and it's just... So Dave, like, is the only one who came in here is like, oh, this is a pit, let me pick that up. Oh, this hog nose that always bites you, let me pick that one up. He just went in there without asking me much and just picked up every snake. And I'm wondering if that has and anything to do with the other male we were just handling. Probably. That is that. Well... If you it know. was another male, would it be a feeding response? Well, that's true. True. Because that was a pure feeding response. He did. He <laughs> hit it wrapped up. And... Okay, wait. What showed y'all that? Okay, let me get you paper towels. Please. <laughs> oh Otherwise, I'm going to bleed on the carpet. We went full bar check on this fucking <laughs> podcast right now. Oh, no. We no one watched the video. We weren't purposely trying to get All right, the, the, the name of the podcast is going to be Man Eating Alive by Jungle <laughs> Carpet Python. Video here. It's Don't about to bite you up. again, Don't dude. Uh, he's oh. all right. There we go. Don't we have band-aids? No, he'll be fine. He has coag blood coagulates. <laughs> but yeah, now he just wraps you up. Oh, yeah. But I mean, for him, I always get those weird little side bites a lot of the time. <laughs> that's that it's that's just... how he got me there. Oh, he got you again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. He did a side swipe to it. So, like, I find that the, like... I mean, he's, like, wondering if he can bite your watch, or I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he just thinks you're a mouse or at this point. But he's just totally got you wrapped up. Come here, bud. Damn coastals. <laughs> <laughs> That's a small-ass coastal. It's the chihuahua of the coastals. Like, I'm not sure if he doesn't know that you're 
a human now because he doesn't. When I called I think him, some like, of them are just, some of them are just like that. Some of them are just. I bet he's a good eater though. But like when it, when he doesn't know he's a piece of shit eater, he only really? eats mice. No shit. He only eats mice in your fingers, so it's but like. But you know what? I I, males, I may try. I never around. gave a shit about a male eating mice. No, you can eat mice till you die. I'll feed you mice. Females, oh bitch, you're gonna eat a rat or I'm gonna starve your ass. I have a fucking IJ. That is a, god, a female IJ that is a goddamn mouser. Is that the and one? She, that's not the one for me. No. That, that bitch, I couldn't How get her. How many fucking snakes have you Oh, he bought a couple from me. Dude, he that, got one, IJ? that one was a mouser for you. I took him home and he ate a rat yeah. immediately. <laughs> it never looked back. Uh-huh. That's what I, since, oh, no, since no, no, I no. cooled him down. I have him on mice right now only because I don't want him to get any bigger. Did he bite you on the arm too? Yeah. Why are you upset? That's part of it. We love snakes. This is part of the joy of owning these things. No, but they bite. never joy. They bite, but this they don't hurt don't you. Touch that. They that just hurts. have. <laughs> you never go full I'm bar check. <laughs> I am going to go. I'm going to go full bar check on this. If you notice, I didn't. I didn't pull away. I didn't do anything. You didn't flinch. I didn't move. flinch. Didn't do anything like that. So he didn't that put means, his face in the tub blindfolded. That means he didn't the damage to the snake to was thing. minimal. So what? Did and the damage to me was he let go of it. He just hit let go. If I've only ever had two bites where I actually actively tried to get the snake king off snakes, of me. king snakes. I've seen king snakes hold on, and we've tried to dip it in water in a bucket. Uh, king snake and spotted python. Uh, both of yeah. those have tried to eat fingers. Yeah, I mean, king snakes will be feed responses to the point where right. they will fucking die before they let go of whatever they're trying you, to eat. He's gonna bite you again. There we go. <laughs> Let's see if we can get this thing off. There we go. Let's right. put it he's away. probably gonna. He's gonna probably chill out now. No, uh, no, no. he's like sometimes. No, 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 no. He's, he's not. There's, there's just like those snakes that just never fucking. There, there are those snakes that are just dickheads, and yeah. this one might be just that snake that's I, a dickhead. I, he's pretty cool, but it's not. Yeah, let's sell this one. No, no, this is a beautiful snake. I don't care what. Oh, wait, you wait, do. wait, 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 wait. Between the two of them, sell that one. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I know. I would rather get bit every day and have a one, nicer snake. I'm, I'm going to see if I can say this without sounding terribly rude. Do it. This one you can tell is actually yellow. That one is yeah. a very dirty yellow. It's yeah. a very clean black, but a very dirty yellow. And you're gonna keep this one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, but how do you make it less dickish? We've talked so many times about like. Well, Dave's doing Tim it right now. He's obviously taming him but you down. Don't, I, man, I don't know. So many people are like, how do I tame my snake? And blow? Especially with green trees. I'm always Multiple like, leave alone. Multiple people say that, I, that just, keepers have an effect on that's the not docile that, But that snake's not are. that much of a dick. It's really not. Compared to some snakes, that snake's not that much of a dick. He just really wants to be left alone. But I mean, yeah. that but, always goes to like species. Are you going to tame some scrub pythons? No. Mm-hmm. AKA, it's not worth it. Take that and off. B, it's like... They kind of always have that instinct sometimes, and I mean, just there's those fucking snakes that just don't give a shit what you do. They just don't. He's they just don't like to be bothered. He is. He's, he's working. Good. He's, he's trying. He's trying to nuzzle that. And then he's just I, turn I off the watch. Just I can't tell if he's trying to get me or he's trying to get the watch. <laughs> yeah, like if you can't see the snake, he's got Dave coiled up his whole hand, and he's his head is on his watch, so he doesn't know like where to bite him, but he's looking for something to eat. And he's like, if I could just find a piece of flesh to put my teeth into. Do you want another piece? No, I'm good. Thank you. (laughs) 
Snake bites just bleed a lot because they have skinny. Because they're bites. Sharp teeth. And, their saliva doesn't help matter. And their saliva is anticoagulant. Oh, so it keeps it free Look flowing. Look at you with that massive vocabulary. I use the word coagulant like so ten times. Are all snakes, all snakes are saliva are like that? Venomous. <laughs> As a... <laughs> S. Dr. Brian Greg Fry, who is probably the most, you know, researched snake herpetologist, venom, or venom in general, he says that all snakes are probably venomous, just like all spiders are venomous. You know, they just have, you know, enhanced proteins. Which makes a lot of sense, like your garters and stuff, because they're. Your garters are actually much more venomous than a lot of the venomous snakes, they just don't have the opportunities. Just kind of like, you know, your fucking daddy long legs or whatever. So are all snakes saliva anticoagulant? Which I guess you could consider venom if they're... If they uh, have that. Kind of like, what know. was it, Komodo dragons? Because yeah. for a long time they were just You're saying it was bacteria. Now they're saying that they're actually venomous. <laughs> and the one who made that assumption, or that made that, that did the study to make that, um, was Brian Greg Fry. So <laughs> the same guy that found out that Komodos have venom and venom sacs. You know, they have that, they have giant jowls. So people just thought they had strong jaws, but it's actually... Fucking venom. So I wonder if that's all monitors, because I mean, it might be all monitors, maybe all fucking snakes. It might be all every reptile. Who knows? That's pretty crazy. I think just about everybody who's got monitors has said that a monitor bite is probably it's the worst terrible. bite, the worst bite you could possibly so get. And then the teeth it? too. I mean, especially it, look at a croc monitor. It's just, a, combi- it's just a combination of probably the saliva, the light. They were just talking about the venom What's wrong with you? I don't. <laughs> you're scared now. Look what you get. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> He's trying. Yeah. He's alright. He's a little too stupid. He's alright. But like the, you know, something like a big monitor has serrated teeth. They're not recurved teeth for holding on. They're more serrated oh, to rip shit hey, apart. Hey, hey, hey. So if you get if you get hit with a monitor, even an iguana, dude, you can get ripped apart pretty easily. Iguanas are gross. And iguanas are just fucking savages. Yeah, I'm good. I'm not actively bleeding. Melissa's over here having a heart attack. She's like, oh my god! Well, yeah, just, no. Uh, oh, of those two, keep that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I absolutely love that snake, the look of it. I don't Un- give a shit what it acts like. I don't care if it only eats mice. I don't care if it eats fucking crickets. It's staying here. Someone just came on the podcast and was like, well, you just missed... A whole this lot. This is really <laughs> confusing for people listening. That'll listen later. We're doing our own thing. Well. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The audio quality already sucks because we're trying to mic up the whole room with too mm-hmm. many of us, and then we're playing with snakes and all this shit. Let's get a mic sponsorship too. Get, get sponsored audio by Technica. Uh, Audio we Technica a, and yeah, just mic up the up. whole room. That'd be pretty awesome. Most people don't care to be associated with snakes or snake breeders or anything. Well, clearly awesome. YouTube wants nothing to do with us because they review every video and yeah, say it's not your, suitable. Yeah, if you put like ball, like ball python in the title or breeding, you get demonetized and all that shit. No shit. You de- demonetized forever or just for a week? I can I can review it, but sometimes they review it and turn it green. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes it doesn't okay. go under review. So, I mean, I'm probably not big enough for them to give a shit. So, I mean... Because there was a big thing in the fitness community about their demonetizing everything. Yeah, that happened across the board yeah. for everyone. So, But with snakes, it's bad because you use words that you don't realize. Because like I have a, I have a video about sexing corn snakes. Turns out sexing 
is a bad word out of context, obviously. <laughs> like, sesame I was gonna, is, is something you would demonetize. I was going to say, only in the reptile community could you could you say, could yeah. you say something like, here, hold my balls. Yeah. And not have it be... Derogatory. In any Did you know that male balls have <laughs> balls. two penises? <laughs> you know that all snakes have two penises? <laughs> yeah, but balls especially. Oh, okay. Mm. Good to know. Okay, I'm not I don't sure. think any teeth broke off in me, so he should be good as far as... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's your only danger about getting bit with by snakes, is that, like, you know, like I had my ground boa who bit a fucking water bowl, knocked out a tooth, and then it got infected. And oh, then God. We yeah. tried to treat it, everything like that, and got too out of control before we were able to treat it. Like, before we were able to find a medicine or go into surgery to treat it. So, like, she died because of just of striking the water bowl. That's why it's like, why the fuck would you make your snakes bite you on purpose? I understand. Trust me, that, that was not on purpose. But. No, 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 no. I'm saying, but it's like, it's mostly like inanimate objects. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you talking about bar checking? I'm talking about anyone. How dare you put words in my mouth? Kylie Peterson and shit. I'm talking about, so, there's a few people with ponytails who do certain things. No, but. So when, te- when snakes lose teeth, what's the course of action? Well, they regenerate a new so tooth, correct? If you if they're broken, if if their teeth get broken or there's gum damage, which can happen if they bite you and you jerk away, you can, it can pull it. Yes, you okay. can you can actually yank teeth out that way. And when you do that, you can damage the gum line. When you damage the gum line, they can get infected. When they get infected, it's very bad. It's whole sort of thing. Yes. Okay. There's no way, you know, your snake's not going to use mouthwash. I tried the beta iodine or whatever, and it doesn't really do much. I have a witch's and brew that does pretty decent, but it's a, it's a, combi- it's a, combi- it's a combination of betadine, iodine, uh, and mouthwash. Yeah, I think I got beta iodine or whatever. Yeah, I just put some Dr. Pepper in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Pepper cures everything. The, the, the doctor got it. It's fine. So what's the time period for regeneration of a tooth? Mr. Biologist, Dr. Pepper, anyone? <laughs> anyone? You know that? I don't know. I have I no idea. Know, I know that. you got to be careful feeding like, like my green trees. They, especially snakes with the longer teeth, mm-hmm. I feed them on tongs. And so I'm always trying to, I give them frozen thaw most of the time, but I'm always trying to get the tongs at the top of the mouse's butt, like as far so there's as much of the mouse hanging down. Hanging down. So he'll miss the tongs. I've always I, got I've one green tree that down. he wants to come under, and then he'll, for whatever reason, hit, it. hit the butt, you know, and then hit the tongs and wrap up the tongs. like, Snake. And you hear that sound of their teeth. Oh. See, and then like, my oh. my my retic female the other day, man, I was feeding her, and she hit the tongs, and I mean, she hit them hard, wrapped them up, and you can see her teeth on them, and I'm just like, no, just let them go, and I couldn't do <laughs> nothing. Not I didn't it. want to pull them, so I just set them down. And whether and you have the go. whether you have the rubberized ones or the just regular metal ones, they all suck as far they as that do. goes. I mean, yeah, your skin's much you, more. You couldn't use anything. Yeah. You couldn't even use like chopsticks, like anything you use. Their teeth can hit, and so... Will they still eat when they've lost a tooth? Mm-hmm. Oh, they don't give a fuck about okay. their teeth. So then what are you also scared about? As long well, as you treat it immediately, what's the big deal? They come it's back. The, it's the residual infection that comes up. Oh, awesome. Also, it looks good. It's, all, <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's, it's the possibility. It's the possibility. If you see it, you'll Austin. treat it immediately, right? So what's the I can deal? tell you I've had teeth broken off, broken in me, and... <laughs> 
It sounds weird. Yeah. And I've had so many things in me. You see what had happened was. The female, the female that did that is still alive and well and in my collection right now. Okay. I never had any mouth problems. Okay. But I don't know if that's because of really good keeping, whether or not it was because just how she hit. General chance. Did you or do just... something after? You didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. Okay, but if you know there's a chance, why not go get well, it treated I mean, teeth, immediately after it Teeth happens? fall out all the time. As far as I know, Ian Bissell, he was on NPR and he, um, he checks the fecals of a lot of his green trees. And sometimes yeah. he'll find shed teeth in there and stuff. So they shed teeth. But when it's appropriate, so. I was going to say you've got gaboons. Bangs, so have yeah. I. Um, I have a God. I miss my gaboons, man. I have. I have. Mm. I used to have a collection of puff adder and gaboon teeth that I found while cage cleaning. I didn't even like sift through fecals or anything. It just, found them in the cage. just found them in the cage, and I probably had three, four dozen teeth. But that regrows back. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. It, it's like shark teeth. They fall out, they grow right back. Every once in but, a while. So you're just worried about the gum. You're worried about the damage to the gum. Okay. And then you have to make sure you provide an optimum condition for the snake to have a perfect immune system to fight off anything that comes. And then you have to be on the ball and watch the snake and make sure that the gum, if they do have gum damage, that it doesn't get out of hand. Why not just shoot it, not shoot it, like shoot it up because immediately? Because that's how you get super viruses and super bacteria. If you can't, that doesn't, we, we it, have, it can hurt it to give we, it the health we have, we have, um, drug resistant infections in humans and in reptiles. We have in, entire things of, uh, respiratory infections that, that are okay. resistant to, uh, antibiotics. Okay. Specifically because people catch a little bit of a sniffle and instead of letting the snake deal with it on its own, raising they temperature, shoot something, they shoot it full of patrol. Which like, is like which is totally my I would do that too. I'm like, yeah. okay, let's prevent so, it getting worse. Let me just you, I don't you know just, that's how my brain works. You you need to you need to reach a happy medium between medicine and kinda of letting the snake immune okay. snake's immune Waiting system. Waiting a little it. bit but not too long. Okay, you gotta find that. If if a human takes antibiotics every time we get the sniffle, your immune system is going to drop, and, mm -hmm. and the bacteria you host are. But you going always to have the you always have the antibiotics, so why does it matter? Yeah, but but they'll be what happens resistant to that antibiotic. And it's we, like Austin just said. He he said he never messes with them unless they show signs of an infection. It's not worth stressing them out. Exactly. So you, you don't want to because exactly stress can also make them more susceptible to that infection. Giving them the antibiotic stresses them out. Yes. Yes. Because, I mean, you got to think of yeah, what you're going through well, no, no. with that. You, you, you have to think about it like this. All right, take a human being. As soon as I get a cold, I take medicine. Take this. What medicine do you but take? But you don't take antibiotics. Uh, acetaminophen and... No, no, no. Those are treating the symptoms. Those are not treating the actual cold. Acetaminophen, acetaminophen doesn't treat the, it doesn't treat the actual the cold. All you're doing is treating the symptom. The acetaminophen will treat the fever. What keeps what she's the cold? The cold is a virus. There's nothing you can do for that other than let it run its course. Okay. Um, think about it in humans. Okay, we have stresses. We have mm -hmm. work stress. We have uh, boyfriend stress. Boyfriend stress. We have home stress. We have life stress. Life stress. Yeah. We have we have life <laughs> stress and everything else. As long as your stress level stays below this line right here. You have a perfectly functional immune system. Same thing with a snake. Believe it or not, that snake right there has stress. It has some 
giant goofball who opens up the cage every day or every two days to check on water and check on hide spots and stuff like that. So you try to minimize stress. Handling is stress. Handling is taking the snake out of its environment where it is comfortable and happy. And then you're going to restrain it, which is not good for it, which is not good as far as stress level goes. And you're going to inject it with a needle, which it doesn't understand. Because you can't look at the snake and go, I'm, 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 I'm going to shoot you with this medicine. I'm going to give you a shot of this medicine and it's going to help you. They don't understand that. <laughs> also, yeah. Batril is causing sight necrosis and stuff that probably oh, God, yes. the snake. So it's probably even hurting I on wonder. a level of, you know, the fact that if you give, that's why when you give Batril, you have to go to different injection spots or else you literally I burn wonder. their skin. So it probably burns every time you do it. It's probably honestly not the best. I think they have a new antibiotic out there for snakes that they're a C that is a little bit more... A little bit better at treating snakes, but you know, imagine every every human got something and we just gave them penicillin and nothing else. So it's like if you have a staph infection, you're fucking dead. So mm-hmm. that, that's where we are kind of with snakes is we always give them penicillin, but like yes. they may have a staph infection to where you know it's gone beyond. And with captive keeping, we've made them more resistant because we give them resistant. so much resistant. Then we give them baby. Oh, does the spots that you that that, that spot oh, right there is from yeah. baitrol injections from when you it had just a respiratory like infection. That spot. Yes. So if you guys don't know what necrosis is, it's basically like degradation of all the tissue. It's not like it kills tissue. So like Dave showed this spot on a snake where it's just black. It's just like dead tissue from giving baitrol injections. It was from a. Uh, Borneo short tail python that I had way, way, way back in the day. And I found actual, like, pictures of it and took pictures with my phone to upload it to show everybody. And I wanted to know if that was before or after I gave him, because he eventually died of a recurring respiratory infection. Could have been Nido. Hey, you said the words. Um, (laughs) Blood pythons are known for, they have a very long, very... Their lung is, it's almost impossible to get all the bacteria and everything out of them. Why? And just the way that their anatomy is set up. Snakes' lungs go like a majority of their fucking body. They have long lungs and pretty much when you get a respiratory, you can't, like, you're... open it up? Mm-mm. <laughs> we open humans Even up, with I can't humans, open a I mean, snake there's up. not very long, you no. can't repair many lungs, can you? So... I mean, it's rough as far as medicine. I mean, if you guys haven't listened to the Nidovirus episode of um, GTP Keeper Radio. I'm halfway um, through. They um, just did this, a new one. I'm halfway through episode two right now. And I mean, they're discussing on how we have antibiotics for bacteria and we have protozoan bacteria or whatever, whatever. But we don't have any antiviral medicines. That's just We like, barely have antivirals for, for humans. humans. Yeah, which is weird because... Justin Julander, who wrote the book on green trees and carpets and all that stuff, and Antaresia, he actually is a virologist or whatever the fuck you call Didn't it. Know I that's a real thing. But, but, <laughs> but he, he tries to fight viruses in humans. And actually, the nidovirus is the longest strand fucking virus they found in anything so far. And it's in snakes. And it's the longest strand virus out of any of the viruses. So there are some viruses like herpes that stay there and you know, viruses depend on their host to live in order for them to live. 
or there's viruses like HIV, which is eventually going to kill you. So it's like, no, it seems AIDS like, kills you. Right, but you know what I'm fucking getting at. But it makes you sick enough to die. So maybe technically, Nido, technically, AIDS doesn't kill you. Um, Not if you've got the, money. The, the the HIV virus suppresses your immune system, and then it's usually and you the, get sick. It, it's the secondary infections that get you. Which seems like maybe Nido is something like that. Yeah, where it gets it's dormant for so long for the whole time for some animals. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, it's and like, some of them can be carriers and be non-symptomatic. Someone can have babies that don't carry. Mm-hmm. Someone, and then you have forever. We were like, why do chondros drop dead instantly? And it seems like we may have found at least one thing. That we may have actually done. discovered. We may have actually stumbled upon a legitimate reason why chondros <laughs> randomly die. These are so hard to keep. Yeah. Oh wait, they have this virus that. Um, someone said, has Dave ever owned rough scales? No. No. I've played with some, but I've never owned any. <laughs> Bill does. Bill yes. has rough scales. I'm going to get some and breed them to a jag. I was going to say, when Bill breeds his, I will own them. Yeah, I, that's that's something else I want is a rough scale. Those are just so... If you've never handled a rough scale, and, I mean, they're just so badass, and that threat display... Oh my gosh! I'm about to give you a full snake. I don't know what you mean by that, but that sounds scary. I'm I'm about to get I'm about to get flamed by just about everybody in the Morelia community. But Bolin's do absolutely nothing for me. Um, Mister Bolin shirt. Maybe maybe it's because I've always lived here, where we've had them at the Fort Worth Zoo, and Ari's been here, and you can usually find them at certain times of year. So to me, they've never really been that. Like what? They're too common for you? Like, no, 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 no. Like, they're like a shitty jungle. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. It's nothing like that. It's like I. I just. I don't I, know I these don't, people. <laughs> I don't get. I love. It. However, I don't. I don't really get it. One hundred percent. Rough, rough scales. I didn't understand until I actually physically held one. What change? Oh, they are special. They are very. They they are amazing. I've looked at them and they don't do anything for me. They are amazing. <laughs> Man, the way it's they hard. Those, the way they the eyes the eyes the way they blue, move gray eyes the way they feel it's different. <laughs> they feel different than other snakes. Well, they're well, they're, they're, they're keeled. Right? keeled. Yeah. The, yeah. The, but we don't we don't have many pythons that are keeled besides angolans and rough scales. Angolans aren't really keeled. They're more they're beaded. Those beaded. Yeah. yeah. And you get kind of the same effect with uh, Wilma's kind of feel the same way. I don't really? know. I don't know if they're the exact same because I I don't own Angolan, so I have no comparison. Yeah. But um, Wilma's feel kind of different with it. What but, else is keeled? Um, uh, bull snakes, pine snakes, all the pits oh, and stuff. Oh, There's a whole bunch of keeled. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keeled uh, and yeah. beaded lizards. But I was one. I was at Tinley once, and I was like, hey, man, that's an Angolan python. And the guy's like, yeah, I just bought it. And I started, like, coughing. And I'm Ooh. like, okay, I'm never going to own these things. Like, what is this snake doing right now? I just saw it moving around. And, ah, ah, ah. I was like, oh, I'm sure that's no, Angolans snake, don't. Dude. That's good. <laughs> Angolans don't do like white lips do. White lips cough up hairballs. That's what I've heard. It's I like, don't know what I would do if I, if I maybe caught it in the act of... Uh, uh, freak out. Maybe they're meant to eat... Strictly amphibians and reptiles. And Maybe. I know that there was a study on corn snakes. Um, someone did um, a batch of corn snakes that eat 
just um, pinkies and shit that are slit first, and then mm -hmm. the ones that eat them without broken skin. And the corns that eat them with broken skin, since corns in the wild eat mostly like amphibians and reptiles to begin mm -hmm. with, they found that the corns grow a lot faster and do a lot better with that slit skin. Really? So it's like, I was wondering maybe if green trees are the same way as far as you get prolapsed because they don't digest. Because when my green tree prolapsed, it had a lot of undigested mouse in it, like the hair and everything. Maybe mm. if we slit them vertically, gave it to them, even though green trees have much larger teeth, I'm sure they get through that skin a lot easier than corns. But I mean, are they, they still might not be able, their digestive tract may not be designed to get through that much hair and hair, hair and, and skin. skin and all that. That's, I mean, I've heard that about the rats. That's why a lot of people That's say don't feed rats rat. to green trees because the fur is more coarse and this and that. I don't know. But I just think they do less than ball pythons, in my opinion. So I don't see the point in giving them a big rat. I don't think rats are necessarily the cause of prolapse unless you're given too big of a meal to an Quite frankly, they just don't eat a lot. But I mean, don't I don't know because I don't, I don't feed mine rats. Period. But yeah, either do you I. You run in. I just want to be cautious. I talked with uh, somebody who keeps uh, king cobras because, um, and they, they king cobras don't seem to have the same problem. But uh, god damn it, what are they called? Blackheads have the same problem. Blackheads. If you, they eat ninety percent of their diet is reptiles, and they eat fear snakes, bearded dragons, that type of stuff. Yeah. We feed, so they're used to eating something that might have the nutritional value of There's a chicken wing. Yeah, There's like a like a chicken wing. Yeah. And instead, we're feeding them a rump roast every time <laughs> yeah. we feed them a rat. Yeah. <laughs> so. that I can imagine that does a lot to you, like your kidneys or liver or whatever filters out that fat. And you probably have trouble somehow digesting that in comparison to something like a reptile who barely has any fat. I would probably venture to say that 90% of the reptiles in captivity are overfed and fat. I know one of mine is definitely. Well, I got a question since we're talking about feeding um, and weights. I know a lot of people will talk about. Okay. That's a dog. A lot of people talk about the, the exercise in their animals so they don't just get obese. Dixie! And I feel like, you know, live feeding sometimes is exercise. Like, they're going to live feed, they're going to chase it, they're going to eat it. And I honestly don't have an issue with live feeding. I don't. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I paid this much for my snake. I was, it's supervised. And if you've watched snakes eat live foods, most of your snakes that eat live don't just jump in there and grab it. King snakes, yeah, king snake will grab it by the side and not give a shit. They, they're just like that. But I've seen most of my pythons, especially my green trees that I've fed live, it's like they'll get down on it and they'll watch it. And as long as its face isn't to it, you know, if, it, if the if the rodent turns around and looks at it, the snake backs up. When the rat turns around and tries to walk off of the mouse, the snake proceeds. You know what I'm saying? He 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 looks to not get bit in the face. They're smart. They've been doing this for millions of years. And I'm not against, you know, life feeding. Every now and then, I'll toss a life feeder in there because they're going to move around. And, you know, I don't like to handle my green trees. So I don't, all that, oh, they need exercise, so I'm going to take them out and hold them. I, I want them to poop. You want them to poop? I'll let that motherfucker poop when he decides to poop. Yeah, you know? and if he doesn't, oh, I won't. He hasn't shit for yeah. He hasn't shit for like three or four weeks. What do you do with a blood I python? I water in there. You know what I mean? What do you What do you do with a blood python that doesn't shit for six months? My uh, my, yeah. my dad <laughs> had a blood python for like four months. He's like, I've never seen it shit. I'm mm -hmm. like, well, well, that's just well, no, when, when it does, it will look like a human. <laughs> it, it will look like a human went into his tub and took a gigantic shit. Kaboons. 
And if you look at a blood and a gaboon, it's same body structure. Same body. That short, fat body. And they do the exact same shit, the exact same thing. My gaboon, my big female, she was three and a half feet. Oh, she, I think I had her, I don't even remember how long, I had her for like a year or something. And I think she shit maybe three times. So and I just think with Candoya, I've they're seen so the same big. Thing. On the subject of um, feeding live, I had two clutches of carpet pythons. Um, one that was done prior to me starting to breed my own rats and then one that was after I started. There was a difference in the muscle structure of the ones after I started breeding my own rats. Because when I breed my own rats, I feed live. It is just way fucking easier. You go in there and you pull up a tub and you go, okay, I want this, this, and this. And then you go in and you feed and you put them back when you're done. Now, are we talking, you know, baby rodents or, or adults? Uh, both. Because that, that matters to, that both. to an extent. Um, I tended to feed mice. I tend to feed mice until they're big enough to eat a crawler rat. And are, are these like hopper mice so they move around more? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's a difference in the muscle structure of a snake that has eaten frozen thawed its entire life versus eaten live. There's... It, really? It's well, a, there is on a cellular level when you it's freeze a sub- food. It's a subtle difference. But the way that they work is different. Cause but would like a novice notice it or only someone who keeps them and sees them every day? Like, would I, can I come in here? I keep snakes all the time probably, and I would notice. So probably I mean, not. I was looking for something like that. So I. You had, it, you had it planted in your head already. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just, it's a little bit of a difference in the muscle structure. I mean, think about it. If. Oh god! I'm trying. Food I'm, trying to, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think about it. No, 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 no. <laughs> think about it from. Think about it from the snake's perspective. When they wrap it, uh-huh. they can feel what's going on with the wrap. They they know what's going on with the wrap. That initial wrap and that initial coil that goes over uh-huh. is the same whether it's a frozen thought or it's right. Which I've always wondered why. If you know, don't they know it's dead? Um, some snakes. Do pick up on that. Some snakes. All don't. of ours wrap it, even though they're all dead. So a like, lot of the corns don't, though. Uh, I've had, I've had, I've seen a lot. I've had blood that. pythons that get get wise to me feeding dead, and they Can't just don't. Like they'll never strike it. Do you leave it in there? Or they'll take it. But um, oh, my king rat does the same thing. Really? Uh, yeah, he won't eat. There's just some eat. shy species yeah. that don't want you anywhere near it, so it's better to just leave. So it, it has nothing but, to do with them knowing if it's dead or alive. It just has to do with their shyness. They um, are very smart, but I would venture. I would venture with the blood pythons that they know that it's live. That it's they know that they it's know dead. Difference. Yeah, they know the okay. difference. But that initial wrap is the same. Now, what happens after that initial wrap? Is okay. going to be different whether it's alive or it's dead because they can feel whether or not their heart's beating. They're or all not. that, right? Right. Yeah. So they're using more muscle it to, to feel that heart beating. Yeah. Until the, it stops, you know, they're going to keep tightening up, keep tightening up. So they're they're using more muscle. That makes a lot of okay. sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas thought it's already dead, so it's like that. Rap. They they they. they it's they, like they're wrapping. It's oh, dead. Let me chill. You need you exactly. more reps. So yeah, exactly. You're doing a lot more work. So it's kind of like you go and you do. It makes a lot of sense. You go and do 30 pounds like this versus 31 rep versus 50 reps. Right. <laughs> yeah. So are you saying the muscles are stronger for live? Yeah, because you're mm-hmm. using more muscle. You would use more, and they use it differently. And maybe that's semi-significant, being that snakes just don't use much energy to begin with. So even though that's Who a was tiny it? bit. Um, 
somebody I heard, it might have been Ryan, say that uh, they tagged a female retic and it went off into a waller somewhere after eating like an antelope or something and didn't move for a year. <laughs> well, shit. And you, you have to think that that snake has... The way that the the way that the reptile muscles and everything work are completely different from the way that we work. If we don't do anything for a year, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, what happens? You can't even you can't, you can't stand yeah, you can't, can't stand your up. Your legs are done. But that snake, after sitting there digesting that meal for a year, has to has to go out and be able to kill again. Right. So they the muscles have to be different. They're just so much better at energy conservation and using their energy. For some reason, they just naturally know how to use their energy to a perfect fucking point. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. We're just too stupid to understand sometimes <laughs> with, like, there's more going on as far as we probably feed our snakes so wrong. and We've gotten them to breed over all this time, but who knows what they're, you know, we never eat their native, we never feed them their native food or anything like that. We don't even other, come anywhere near to their native food. With, with any other species the, of thing that you keep, you think you get a little bit closer than... The no, only one that we come... dogs. The only oh. one that we come close to feeding their... We don't their wild, wild. So there's a lot of shit we don't get in the wild. Food. I was like, I have one on my heart. We don't give a shit. But, um, the one that... The only one that we come close to feeding their natural prey item, and there's a whole bunch of legal issues with raising them, is the only reason why... They're not well prevalent. Is African softers and uh, ball pythons. Ball pythons, yeah. Other than that, we rely primarily. We're wrong continent. We're wrong. Everything. Yeah, we rely. We have an over reliance on the what is that? The domestic mouse and the domestic mouse and the uh, Norwegian rat. Is that like a, a European kind of mm -hmm. rat that we use? It's the it's the standard rat that we have. Yeah. I mean, I found that my corn snakes that only eat a nose, but I give them a nose, I can give them a nose every three weeks instead of a mouse every one week. Mm -hmm. They actually keep better body structure than a pinky really? every six days, every four days, whatever the hell it is at that point. But I mean, I find that just if we were able to breed a nose and hmm. people, and I didn't care about selling corn snakes, then I would probably just keep them on a nose because A, they like them right out of the egg no matter what. And B, I feel like they keep better body structure on reptiles or on, you know. I have a hatchling king rat that wants chick heads. <laughs> Just the head? Uh, it's too big for the actual chick. Oh, okay. The chick, the chick is too big for the uh, snake, so it's just a head. Everybody loves head. <laughs> <laughs> um, we may have talked about this. I, I'm moving on. He, he liked his own joke. Like this, like his well, no, it's just how she was like, yeah, anyway. <laughs> we may have talked about this the last time you were on, but I can't remember. But can you give a little backstory on your rat breeding out of that? We're trying to get into that in the near future. Well, we want to get into it in the near future. It probably won't happen. But yeah, give a little... There you probably won't happen. What are you talking about? If we get some money... Buy racks. Do a watering system. Do not do... Uh, bottles. Bottles. Um, expect to have a couple of uh, drowns. The well, you want to do... Do you do like the copper um, nozzles? The one that I had was copper. Because um, I've heard that those, they don't drown as easily as far as biting off the hose or whatever. What, what the rats will do is rats are fucking retarded. They will take bedding and stick it up in there and lock it open and then it'll just continually drip. So you have to go in there a lot and uh, double check and make sure that everything's working. 
I'm about to go really perverted on you. You have to play with your nipples a lot. Hey. <laughs> It happens. It happens. Um, I mean, so I why did you get into it? Dixie! Because for $20 a month, no, $35 a month, about well, $15. You can feed a starving snake. About, <laughs> about, about $10 a month in bedding and about $20 a month in food. I could feed That's my entire And I could feed my entire collection. I saw like his cart the other day. But, the rats was like $260. That's all you mm -hmm. spend? But your time... Breeding rats is way more involved than breeding okay. snakes. I spent okay. way more time with my rats than I ever did with my oh, snakes. Oh, yeah, you're constantly cleaning because I've got a rat rack that I built. Mm -hmm. And it, it probably cost me $60, $75 to do everything I want to do. And it's like a six-tub rack. And I've bred oh, for a while. And don't then get it just, this. Oh. It just, I got tired of it, you know, but. Yeah. It's a lot. I, I, lost, I lost my space is what happened with me. Is the and reason it, why it I don't sucks anymore. because, he, he, like you said, I mean, I love big cheese. I order through big cheese, but. There's shortages for, that too, but I mean, too, it's yeah. just what you're paying for for what you need. You're paying three, four hundred dollars. You take that money and buy a couple, you know, build your own racks, buy some racks, and get some rats going. Oh, you got a steady supply, and you're not depending on this or waiting on this. Make your shit back in a month. And see, and I've got a rack, and it's sitting empty. Actually, I need to get some racks. I can feed <clears throat> my thirty cent collection on a six tub rat rack. How many rats you got? And I have none. And I got I'm frozen. Running, I'm running about as many animals, uh, probably more towards like 40, 50 mm -hmm. with the corns, but it's still little mice and stuff, but I'm still running probably $125 a month or so on feeders. So I can probably feed my collection on what you were producing on that six rack, you know, for what you said, $20 a month. Mm -hmm. um, Austin can probably attest to this. In the order of stink... Mice are the worst. Yep. Um, my my three my three tub mouse rack stunk worse than my fifteen rat tubs. Now are combined. they more? Um, I've heard they're more susceptible to shit as far as like eating their babies. And oh god, stuff like mice that. are horrible they're assholes as far as produce like they're um, harder to reproduce than rats. Is what I heard. Mice and softfurs are both very susceptible to eating their babies. You have to get everything perfect. And even then, even when you have everything perfect, the first litter, they might eat half of them. Sick. Yeah. Um, don't, what I discovered with uh, mice, I don't have a whole lot of experience breeding softwares. I've bred them off and on, but I don't have a whole lot. Um, with mice, with the, when the female looks like she's about ready to pop, you stop cleaning the cage. Don't clean the cage until the pinkies have fuzz on them. Why do you think that is? Just keep the environment the same. Cut down on the stress. That so they're like, oh, let me eat my babies. Pretty oh, much. They freak out. They freak the fuck out. And then you clean the cage and then they don't know where anything is. Nothing smells the same. And then they eat their babies. <laughs> when in doubt, eat your babies. Because, I mean, I guess emergency you're like something's going wrong let me get as much food in me as possible so. mm -hmm. but um sure. mice stink the worst rats are next and then softfurs stink a little bit less so <laughs> from, from what i see <laughs> no softfurs are pieces of shit they're assholes as far as you pick them up they'll fight they'll fight the shit, shit. Well, i've gone over a... mice or softer why do you, you don't have to they're play with them savages. like snake you don't need to touch them i know that um austin's african softwares are actually fairly tame 
know what's going on outside. Sorry. Someone's fucking taking something down the stairs and doesn't know how to lift it up. No shit. Austin's are actually fairly tame, but he's worked with them to get them that way. But mice are also horrible about biting you and everything else. Rats? So what did you do them in your house? I I had a garage and a shed in the backyard. That's, that's what, what yeah, we're that. trying to figure out. Like <laughs> in the future, we're either gonna have a basement that's well ventilated, or you're going. You to want have a, a shit ton of fucking ventilation. I want him to go to a like warehouse, like a random. But like, yeah, maybe just even a separate fucking. Yeah, warehouse I don't even want him in our house base. with that. I don't think. Cause it just the way y'all talk about the smell. The, the smell is awful. Well, see, I had I had my rats in the house, and they weren't they weren't bad. Really? When I had, they when I had like but three I stayed or, on top of them too. When I had three or four tubs of uh, when I had three or four tubs of rats and I was breeding inside my house, it was every two or three days I had to go in there and clean. Yeah. But that was about right. I stayed on top of it and it wasn't bad. Where do you put them when you clean? You have extra bins, right? So you have yeah. one mm-hmm. ready, you put them in and then uh, clean the other one. Uh, I mean, but it, it is it is a Quick. It is a fuck ton of work. But it saves so much money. Yes, it does. And if you can get them to breed them and sell them to other people. Uh, that's actually where I ended up making a making my rats ended up paying for themselves because I had blues, tans, pieds. Like I know what you're talking about. Pieds, uh, hoodeds. Hoodeds. Fancy, fancy yes. <laughs> All I know was feeder rats, so they just looked the, the and like, and my absolute. Favorite ones. You had a favorite rat. I I, I had a couple favorite rats. Hairless. <laughs> it oh, looks like possible. a gigantic. It looks like a gigantic ball sack, and it is it feels so. Like, it feels like a ball sack. <laughs> it, is, it is so. Does it, it feel is, like what a pinky feels like? No, it feels like a ball sack. Yeah. But a pinky's hairless. So. No, no, it feels oh. like a ball sack. Not just looks like it. it feels no, like no, no. It. It, it gets even weirder because it's like the porn star ball sack because it's shaved. <laughs> <laughs> Like Mia Khalifa's sidekick. Exactly. Okay. Here, oh, by the way, I I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, speaking of that, earlier in the podcast, someone said, uh, someone joined the podcast and they were like, I think I saw a picture of that guy shirtless today on the internet. And I don't know which one. Hey. Maybe he's talking That's about right. you. That's right. Or Dad like Bob. something we were talking about. No, it was so- me. Oh. I took a picture because <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not on that whole new year, new me kick. It's nothing like that. But I did quit smoking cigarettes. I do want to work out and get in shape. And I need to feel a little better because I've been feeling like shit lately. And I know it's my eating habits. I drink a lot of soda. I was smoking cigarettes. I was doing like all the bad shit you can do. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I need to feel better. And I did. I took a picture. You know, I was like, dad bod. You know, and time to work out. Okay. It wasn't It wasn't nothing like playing with my nipples <laughs> or nothing. It was just a, it was like time to get in fucking shape. Because I mean, to be honest, I went fishing the other night and I, I was telling Joe, like I caught this fish and I was so far out there and I'm reeling this shit in and I was fucking dying. You know, like I'm reeling this fish in and he's 15 pound fish and I felt like I was having a stroke. Like I'm out here like, oh my God, I'm fucking tired. I'm so out of shape. Just trying to reel in a fish and I was like, fuck that, you know. So it's time to do something different. I got rid of the cigarettes. I'm slowly weaning myself off of Dr. Pepper. I would say don't even. Dude, <laughs> not cigarettes like a, make you skinny. 
Uh, only if you trade it off for food. So if you trade off addictions, but if you got both the addictions, then it's not. Like I, like I said in your post, take half your Dr. Pepper, replace it with water, and then start walking after every meal, and then see how you That's feel after feel see how you feel after a couple of weeks of that, and then add in. You don't need to go to the gym with like me and then try to keep up with me because you'll wake up tomorrow morning and you we will did. be so sore you just walk yeah and then, and then you don't want to do anything for two weeks yeah and... that's how i feel when and i you're not... work out with him i was going to say if you're not like me and addicted to the soreness it, it will suck it's a weird addiction okay I've never met some people addicted to soreness. Some people like pain. Dave, Dave, little, does, Dave does the S&M and uh, stuff. I especially like the... AKY, he likes to get bit I especially <laughs> love the clips of the nipples. Let me just say. <laughs> and he'll hook them up to Dave a battery. <laughs> he, he hooks them up to a car battery. <laughs> do it again, baby. Do it again. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got y'all way off topic. Uh, was there an actual topic? I'm supposed to be the one that keeps y'all on topic. I don't, I don't know. even we know. I actually, about rats I from actually, like ball sacks into I actually, not shirt I actually on. think it's worse with her here. Jeez. No, <laughs> no, with the last time y'all were here, it was terrible. I walked in and y'all were way, 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 off. Well, I, I have ADHD. Apparently, he has the same thing. So we just bounce off of each other and it's like, and Evans all hopped up on Dr. Pepper, so you never know. No, really, that's my second one. <laughs> third one okay so you said a lot but what would be the one greatest tip for someone that's getting into breeding rats like the be one... patient good ventilation which is be, 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 be patient and good ventilation I, I will tell you that being patient because i i remember what happened there was a lady that posted something about free rats and i needed some feeders and so i went over there and I, she's like how many do you want and i'm like however many you know you're giving me if they're free cool whatever I'm thinking she's gonna give me like four or five rats. She comes out with this tub, like a tote tub full of rats, and she's like, pick whatever. So I start going through there. All of a sudden, her her son or boyfriend comes out with another tub, then another tub, and then, I mean, she literally pulled out like 200 rats. And I'm like, holy shit! And she's like, take what you want. And I was like, well, shit. I went home. I literally went you... home with like 30 adult, about sub adult and adult rats. I went home, fed everybody I had to feed. Went to Home Depot, bought my shit, built my rack. I had those rats, I would say, two months. And I'm like, they're not doing anything. Why aren't they breeding? I thought you put them together and they just fucking make babies. That was not happening. Everyone's like, be patient, be patient, be patient. And I'm sitting here like, it's been two months, they're not breeding. Within two weeks after me saying this, all my females were fucking huge. And I was like, and then all of a sudden, it just boom. I had you babies have... out the ass. Dave knows you were commenting on the uh -huh. babies I was having. Dude, I have you, Jesus. You will go, you will sit there and when you first start, when you first start your rack, it will sit there and you will look at them and you will go in there every day and you will go, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? And then next thing you know, you got you'll, more you'll, rats and you know what to do. You, you will get pissed off and you'll go post on Facebook and then somebody like me will go, just be fucking patient. Give it time. And the next thing, like two weeks later, you will post on there and go, you, you will, you will post on there and go, anybody want some rats? <laughs> That's, and that time worked because then I started pulling stuff. I would let it, you know, do my little grow up rack. And then I started pulling stuff, freezing it, pulling it, freezing it, feeding off live. Like I was feed, I was loving it because I wasn't spending that two or $300 a month on feed bills. Uh -huh. The my only bill was, I was spending 20 bucks on a bag of Missouri and 20, 30 bucks on bedding. And that was it. 
Oh. Who, um... <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Fucking I don't know why it, like, purred weirdly. But, like, that sounds amazing, but also the... It, there's a lot of work. It sounds yeah, like work like, for I me. Just, yeah, I'm not going to touch it. But it's amazing because there's more money for other stuff. No, you say that. You say that. So you know what's going to happen is you're going to see one little rat that you yeah, like. No, and no. rats are, are... They are pretty, they're, like... Yeah. Person. I, don't, I, don't, I think they're they're very a lot of personality and they're very smart. They're a lot like dogs. And a lot of people have this misconception that oh rats are dirty because they no. live in sewers. Rats are very fucking clean animals. They cannot stand to be dirty. I've owned I've they stink, I've owned not pet dirty. rats and I've bred rats. They are not dirty. They are very oh, very very the whole clean. Family um, out. You say that they're out. I will you, say you that Dumbo, the big ears. Dumbo is an elephant. Uh, Get you a little Dumbo. Tell her she gets a mm-hmm. little blue, a Dumbo or a little blue hood. Oh, it's game over. No, 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 no. A Dumbo blue hood. Yeah, they got the ears to the side instead of on top. <laughs> they are um, so that that soft that's... blue. So gray. my my put in tra- anything we put in a trap, I'm not gonna fall in love with. Mice put snakes in traps. Mice and African soft furs. Um, both bite the fuck out of you, like for no reason. The only issue I've ever had with biting from rats is. On the rare occasion, I had a five litter maximum for females, mm-hmm. um, and then they got recycled. Um, <laughs> retired. <laughs> what do you breeder. mean, sir? Yeah, that that works too. Re- retired breeder. That works too. Um, but after litter, when I was like during the breeding season, when I had a when I was feeding a crap ton of pinkies and mm-hmm. collars and everything, after the third litter, they would start to nip at my fingers and go, "You're not taking my babies." Oh. So they learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you suggest you like separating the babies immediately? So they no. Can't. No, no, you can't. They die. They, they die. I don't know how these things. Well, uh, you know, milk, tits, you know, the whole thing. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. They, they 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 come out these Didn't little they, they come out these little little teeny tiny hairless blind little pinkies. Well, actually, they're about that big when they're born, okay. and then they, they have to, they they have to stay with the mother. They have to drink the mother's milk, and then they grow up. And then usually, I started feeding rats um, when they had just opened just up like their the eyes. Welcome to mammalian so reproduction. Can you not if you take don't know how this mom works, when she's like milking. But then the babies will die. Mm-hmm. But, but you, you, you got to weed. You're a mammal. It's just like it's just like it's just like a dog. Size? You got to weed. Oh yeah, them. easily. So wait. Okay. No, 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 no. It's I'm just saying that the mom figured out that I was stealing the pinkies and not letting them and not returning them, and so she would kind of nip at my fingers. Have you guys ever gotten like a rat from someone who maybe isn't the greatest keeper? Yes. <laughs> um, it seems like ones that are hungry will bite the fuck out of your snakes, will bite the fuck out of you, mm-hmm. will bite the fuck out of anything. So I think like people are always worried about rats biting their snakes and stuff, but I think the worst <coughs> part is when you have a hungry rat. But you I have, have a I, when it comes to hungry rats, I don't have that problem because I, I kill mine. I mean, I have a. I don't. I, I talked about live feeding earlier. I will live feed mice. I will live feed small rats. I will live feed baby rats. All that kind of shit. An adult rat. Why? I will. I will tell time. you. That what? there is a gigantic difference. There's a gigantic difference between taking a rat that I have raised in a rack with plenty of food, plenty of water, all that stuff, putting it live in with the snake and while letting the snake eat it, versus some random rat from out there. There's a difference in yeah. the way the rat behaves, particularly if it hasn't had water or it hasn't had food. 
That being said, I'm like him. Anything over anything over a small rat gets bopped. Yeah. yeah. I just I, I, I don't I, kill. I have I have seen I have seen and experienced lost eyes. Um lost eyes, damage to heat pits, mouth rot because the way that the way the rat bit the snake was like this. Um oh, somebody posted. Did y'all see that? It was awful. Did y'all see that that rat in that tub with that uh that boa constrictor? And it hit ate that fucking boa constrictor like it just ate everything all the skin off of it yeah and the snake was idiot. still alive that's a and fucking idiot like, and it i know some disagree. people I, I know some people that i that are mutual friends with some other folks i'm not yeah i mean if you're names yeah. out there but they they put a rat in there with a snake and the snake the the rat fucked the snake up so no. when i questioned them about it they're like i don't know what happened it was only in there for like 10 minutes and i'm like no, no you left no. that snake in overnight and you can't tell me any different. I know you left that rat in overnight with that snake and you dropped it, you walked off and left it till the next day and then you came in there and the rat's still there and the snake is fucked up. I know that when I feed live, the tubs that I feed live, um, I have little clip things that go on them. I clip it on there and I go feed everything else Go downstairs, drink a cup of coffee, do whatever, come back upstairs 10, 15 minutes later, and I go in and I double check. If they haven't eaten in that time, if they haven't bitten wrapped in that time, the rat gets pulled. Yeah, if a snake hasn't eaten live in 20 minutes, it's yeah. not eating it ever. I mean, there's they you're not that you're not going to leave it overnight and have it magically well. Okay, the exception to that would be babies. But that's an entirely different conversation. An established animal that just has stuck on live, if it hasn't struck and wrapped in 20 minutes, you're not, it's not eating it. There's no, there's no dealing with it. And I mean, if I do leave something in for an extended period of time, it's a live pinky or crawler. Which yes. I, I do with corn snakes all the time because they're not doing anything. You know, they're not affecting the snake in any way. Back to Morelia with uh, baby carpets. I'm a firm believer in feeding, uh, in feeding mice up until uh, the rats and up until they're big enough to take a rat that has hair. Just the motion? Just the motion and I believe that the hair, uh, I believe it's a better food source for them than a pinky. But if I have a baby that is refusing to eat and I have to do, you're familiar with this, the paper bag method, Yeah. it gets a pinky rat or a pinky mouse. It doesn't get a hopper mouse stuck in a bag overnight. That's that's asking to have the snake. That's an eaten. arena. Okay. Yeah, that's asking to have the snake eaten. Yeah, I mean that totally makes sense. So if you don't know what the paper bag method is, um, for whatever reason that blackout. I mean, even if you cover your tubs, for some reason putting it in the paper bag and making it a small dark area will sometimes get snakes to eat. I haven't figured out why the fuck that works as well as it does, but it does. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, that's something that people often do with corn snakes, but I guess it also works with all different kinds of snakes. I've used it. My first clutch of carpets, I had to get half of them doing it. Now I have a completely different method for feeding, and it works out really well. What do you do? I wait six to eight weeks post for shed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the amazing thing happens. They work through all of that yolk and everything else, and when you go through and you plop a hopper mouse in there, they eat it almost instantly. 90% yeah. of the clutch. I think that clutch I got... I had a, it was the first and only clutch I've produced. I think uh, I had 14, I had, <laughs> I had 14 of them and I started them all off immediately on hopper mice. All of them ate but one. And that was that was just that one. He never ate, never took off. So finally, 
King sniped him. But there's always the that one. Them, yeah. The rest of them, everybody took off and ate. I wish I had a Woma for it. That's actually the main reason why I have the Woma is to kill off mm. uncooperative hatchings, hatchlings. Yeah, like I'm luck- I feel lucky almost to be able to produce corn snakes that aren't worth it for people to buy. Like, I don't want people to buy a corn snake that doesn't feed well. There's some that just never really get over it. And I mean, if it's not worthy of eating and stuff like there's no reason you can't repurpose it for food for king snakes so it's like it's like a mouse is no better than a baby snake even though we all like snakes better than mice but still it's like they're both alike so it's like what's the difference between me giving a fucking corn snake to my king snake or a mouse I mean, mike rebo loved it <laughs> and and mexican black king snakes are more they're just more adapted to eat reptiles mm-hmm. anyway. They probably eat mostly reptiles. He's got a calcane, mm-hmm. same thing. I mean, they're from the Mojave Desert area in California. I don't know if there are any rodents that survive out there. Rodents up in there. Uh, no, At least little yeah, ones. They're finding, they're finding pack rats, and so they're probably raiding like the, the, the baby nests and stuff like that. And I, I think there's mice out there. They're not like typical mice, but I mean, I think mostly they're probably on lizards and other snakes. Um, Evan, lily pads on, which I know you remember lily pad, and she said, so what can I feed rats to make them tasty for, I don't know, stir fry? I mean, <laughs> I've never eaten, have you eaten a rat? No. I've eaten I was squirrel. No, I was, I've eaten I, squirrel. Well, it, it, it wasn't a rat that you buy from a pet store, no shit like that. I was actually, we were out rattlesnake hunting out in San Angelo, Texas, and I found a rat out there. It was, I mean, it was a big field rat. But it's out in the middle of the fucking country. So you know what I'm saying? So it's it's eating natural fruits, berries, stuff like that. And so to me, it was no different than eating the, the rabbits that we had killed. And we ate some rattlesnake too, but it was all, why not? You know, and I was going to, my dad thought I was joking, so he wouldn't let me kill it. I was dead serious. I was going to put a stick up his ass and put him on a fire. I bet it and I was like going to, I bet it, it tastes just like all other meat. I was going to say squirrel tastes pretty good. What is squirrel? See, I, had like... I had rabbit though. And I um... Take rabbit and add like a nutty taste to it because they eat acorns and everything. I, I like rabbit. Rabbit's, mm-hmm. right. rabbit's delicious. I, th- I think in America though they're so prude when it comes to food. Like you look in other countries, they're eating bugs and the same shit we feed lizards and some of these snakes. They're, they're eating that shit in other countries. There are ants that taste like fucking lemongrass. Those little black ones. Mm-hmm. They're delicious. Well, we need to How stop. How often have y'all uh, eaten these? Uh, <laughs> try it. I think, I think as time goes on, things like cricket protein and ants and stuff like that, all the stuff that they do in China, oh, it's just water. Um, but, you know, they you eat, you know, they eat ants and cockroaches and bugs. I mean, it's a good source of protein, protein. and it doesn't give off like methane like cows do. It doesn't, hurt the environment as much we can we can produce you know millions of crickets in the amount of you know environmental um what i want to say the effect the environment has on just producing one cow like you could you could live off a cricket protein or something like that. that's a much more much more reasonable source of protein probably in the future when we have a bajillion people We'll eat bugs like a motherfucker. We'll eat crickets. Uh, the way they're destroying this planet, we're not going to make it to the GNP. Yeah. Well, what are y'all know? talking about? Global warming Global isn't warming. real. It's yeah. not real. Oh, it's a hoax? Uh, it's Maybe. cold in New York. It's like the coldest it's been. In years, so oh, those, 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 uh, those polar bears are photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> well, if people don't know, the ice caps are melting. Therefore, 
it actually released um, a certain amount of chill that ended up going towards the northeast. So that's why that's why the northeast ended up a little bit colder even than Alaska and all that shit because it was actually the polar ice caps releasing. I did not know that. I, I know they said, um, I read some article about um, like meteorologists or scientists uh-huh. actually explains why it's colder. Did you know it was colder in Dallas last week than it was in Alaska? It's, Which is like I don't know. Crazy. I was outside fishing. How many I like the cold weather. I fish. <laughs> I fish. Oh, that shit's great. Cold weather brings in the big blues. Your mom just asked me if I got the vacuum for our anniversary. <laughs> yeah, happy anniversary. I love that. You know you're getting old when you get appliances. You're like, yeah, I know, but I really it. wanted to say, like, I was so excited for this vacuum. Yeah. Like, no, this Wait is... Does it cook? This right? is thanks to my kids' Christmas gifts. I did real good with as a teacher this year for Christmas. My kid, kids gave me a, a shit ton of Amazon gift cards and I got a vacuum and I was very excited for it. Like, people don't understand how much, like, fucking appliances cost and furniture costs. Oh, uh, it's a $180 vacuum right there. Thank you. Yeah, they're like, you think you just get a couch? Like, they're like $300. Well, you can get a Craigslist $10. Which is what I do for my whole life. Now I gotta get some rats, man. I gotta, I gotta pick up some we're, rats. We're gonna try to get into rats. We even talked... Oh, did you want something? Oh no, I was going to I was going to go back to the whole alternative protein thing. Crickets oh. aren't bad, mealworms aren't bad, scorpions. Scorpions scorpions are Can't good. Um spiders are also good. Mm-hmm. I pan fried a couple of them. Oh <laughs> you what? <laughs> Why? I need a scorpion because I'm curious. What's that gonna do with anything? I'm curious. And I eat and I eat jam Oh, do you know what's in that? Fucking meat in the grocery store. I mean, really, not the technical, spiders. all the shit they pump in there. Not spiders. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather. That's why I write I'm, around. I'm much. I much prefer going to a farm or going out hunting or something to do yep. that. I uh, there's a place where we buy meat from where we can literally go and go. Which is a cow or which is a yak? Sorry, it's not a cow, but it's a yak. It's which is? Asian. I'll tell you right now. It sounds like no. Asian. You you go to no, the store. No, it's a farm. It's a farmer who raises yaks. Oh, God forbid it be Asian. <laughs> I didn't say that's a bad thing. I just said it sounded Asian. You no. can go to the store right now and go go buy some catfish, oh. and I promise you. It won't Catfish, taste. it will not taste shit like the shit I well, just Well, I caught. wouldn't know because you didn't bring me any. <laughs> I will, I will. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I got I a buddy that's... I never get to eat it because he hates all fish. So I never get to eat it. I love fish. He eats all fish. hate all fish? He eats all fish. No, I don't like many fish, but if you fry catfish... That's the only way to eat it. Yeah, we're in the South, man. You fry everything. These motherfuckers fry Twinkies out here. I'm not going to eat fried shit right now, but I... Oh, yeah, he's too healthy for fried now. No, fuck that. You're going to eat it. He's too healthy for all that. I want some fried okra. Ooh, that's amazing. And some fried oysters. Some chitlins? Oh, no, I oysters. hate. That's where I draw the line. Chitlins are no good. I tried. I tried chitlins. Oh, I hate chitlins. If, if people don't know, that's the shitter pipe of a fucking it, pig or whatever. No, it's a chicken. chicken? It's a shitter pipe of a chicken. No, it's pig. No, it's pig. Okay. Chitlins is pig. It's, in, it's okay. inside a pig. I don't shit pipe. Up. That's a big I thing. Boil. I thought. I thought. My mom what is in North Carolina. What do you call things? She cleaned it. My mom well, no, cleans them here. Yeah. You mean like I eat that shit? No, 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 no. That's like um. 
birds in order to help digest the, it. The, the gizzard. The gizzard. That's, that's, that's what that's, it is. Oh, that, that, that's that is what it is. Yeah. Oh, I thought so it was. I thought gizzards. I thought Williams chicken has a southern thing. I thought that's what chitlins were. No, I've had both chitlins and fried gizzards, and they're disgusting. And in Mexican, they eat the the cow intestines like tripods. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. language. Oh. Lingua. Lingua. Oh my that's, god, that's, that's amazing. That's the only fucking talk street tacos I eat. I fucking love them. What is lingua? Is that a cow tongue? tongue. Ew. No, no, no. no. Okay. Ew. No, no, no. One hundred. So soft and mushy. The, the, the last person that I've the last person what? that I've I'm getting hungry. The last person that I talked to about lingua. To be fair, the first time that I ordered lingua. I didn't know what the fuck I was ordering. I just basically pointed at pictures oh. because you I pointed at a picture of a tongue. I I have a I have, like no no no. At Mexican restaurants. <laughs> I, I I have a, I have a fondness for street tacos and most really good street tacos you have to order in Spanish. Right yeah. right. And I don't speak Spanish, so I just pointed at pictures. Okay. So I ordered it. I ate it, and my buddy came up who spoke Spanish and goes, "Do you, you know, know what you just ate? Do you know what you just ate?" And I said, "Well, I know what pastor is." Me too. I know, I know what carnitas is, yes. and I have no idea what the third one is. And he goes, "You ate cow tongue." I was all like, "It was fucking delicious. I want more." <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, that's oh, when I got tacos here, and I ate cactus. I was like, I thought it was pepper, but it was cactus. It was great. It tasted interesting. Like pepper. Where'd you find them tacos? Um, yeah, that El Come. El Come. Don't say come. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm skipping that. Yeah. <laughs> I call it El Come, but it's El Come. Spanish for the sperm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No. I don't do in. I don't. I don't do those parts. I don't know. I've cheek? never. I've never been. Um, I've. I can't even. I can't really even tender, do pork skin. Really. I've like, had. Even that. I love um, pork skin. I've done. Chips. Chips. The, yeah, the fried. It smells terrible. No, I've had a couple. I've had a couple like friends. Fish food, um, fish do the uh, you put it in pig spray, barbecue thing where you fry up where you uh, barbecue a whole pig. Oh, I'm used to that. Yeah, the cheek, amazing. Did the same. Did the cheek with the. Pig, lamb, and goat. All amazing. I promise you, if I brought some street tacos over here and had language and you tried it, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to try it. This is, I'm telling you, she'd be like, no, 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 no. But this is We wouldn't tell you what it is. The minute she tried it, she's going to be like, damn, this shit is good. I'll be like, I don't know. It melts in your it, mouth. It, it is so delicious. Don't tell me it melts in my mouth. There's a place right down there. La Benqueta Taquilla. Yeah, it's not the problem. La Benqueta. <laughs> you de- I don't know what anything is, but you should definitely get some tongue tacos or okay, some Okay, speaking of tongue, not really. Hey. In two minutes, the uh, college football championship comes on. Right. So if you but like I'm to gonna, watch I'm going to give it two hours, though. We're going to go two hours. So I need to give it at least ten minutes after. Okay. So I mean, you're the one. It's your team. I have to agree I say Georgia. Bulldogs, let's beat let's beat those. those College gross football is still going on. Bama fan, it's yeah. the cha- it's the last game. It's the I, We're I don't give somebody fucking beats Alabama. Okay, I it's all that matters. Someone I, has I to could, beat them. I could care less okay. about football. I'm probably the worst person in the world. You're to not the worst. You're, <laughs> you're the minority for once. Have a conversation about football with because I have no idea. What are you talking about? We're in NWA. Did you see us? Stop. How do you think I matched all of our skin tones? (laughs) (laughs) Two of us are. Eh, two and a half of us looked out of place. (laughs) Half of Evan looked fun. (laughs) You look just like right here. Did she look like Easy? Is that why Easy got AIDS? Because he was so cute. You know, what? you see it? What? You were Easy. You don't even know who Easy is. 
How on what earth do you not know Easy E died of AIDS? No, I did not say what that he was cute. He had wonderly features because he had a face. I didn't learn that he died of AIDS till a documentary watched like a couple months ago. So talking about viruses. I'm not up on my my rap history. I think I learned on a VH1 thing. There you go. Mine was an HBO thing, so you know. Same thing. Have any of you guys tested your animals for NIDA? Not yet. I was thinking about doing it this year. It's not really, none of us are that deep into it where we need to do that. I I will say that. I just, from what I've seen on most of it, I mean, at some point I'll probably get them tested just to make sure. But 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 everyone seems to have 50%. But what I'm seeing a lot of is it's in captive bred populations. All my green trees are imports. I mean, I'm not saying they're safe. I'm just saying... Almost every case I'm seeing is in captive bred animals. And it seems to be, you know, predominantly captive bred. Not saying it, it couldn't be hit my shit, but I'm going to find out. But right now I'm just like... I have a, does Mike Curtin have uh, green trees at all? Uh, I know he has um, jungles because he's got scattershot. But his one of his tested positive for Nido. I don't know if he has green trees or not. It's quite possible even if he has a, you know, Morelia Trophy Club animal as far mm-hmm. as a Gamma Jag or something like that, all of his animals have been 100% for Nido, I believe, John. Okay. I don't want to say, that's not I don't, talking I, bad or anything. I, 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 think, I think he's, he he's tested them all and I he think that most he's, of them have Nido. So and he said nothing's coming out, nothing's coming in. So. But, but even then, he's had a closed collection forever and it doesn't seem like he has much problem with his snakes because we see them breed all the mm-hmm. time because we know his snakes so it's like they have nido with nothing wrong but it seems like the green tree may be more susceptible to a fatal it might nido. be that with uh carpet pythons they're more of a carrier versus a kind of like ibd with boas exactly so if you have if you want to have ib if you want to check your boas for ibd you put a python in there because they'll catch ibd like that and then they'll and die, they'll die. <laughs> the boas will live with it pretty mm-hmm. much throughout their whole life because i've got a pair of uh hog island crosses and no issues as far as the ibd goes but at least as far as my nothing funky has popped up with my carpet pythons but i mean also the fact is that a boa in Central America would never cross paths with any python from fucking Australia. So we're putting this captive population in it. As far as maybe Australian snakes, maybe your jungles, your coastals, they're carrying it, but you have these Indonesian green trees that aren't used to it and maybe they're It might be it. that the green the way that the the way that the virus actually works inside um, maybe the immune system of the carpet python, because of where they're from and because they are exposed to different temperatures and that type of stuff, their immune system is naturally stronger. So maybe they're able to fight off the secondary infection that normally kills them. Whereas the green tree is from a very, a relatively stable part of the world where the temperatures don't really fluctuate a whole lot. Niche environment. Yeah. And maybe we're just making shit up, which we are. We might be talking out of our asses. Who knows? <laughs> Um, okay, Lily, well, I should have answered this in the chat, but Lily Pat said, are you guys going to be at the Tamborecticon? Could have automatically told her, no. No. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be there. I'll be, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be at the I'll, Dallas Repticon this vending. weekend, but... I mean, if we're going to Florida, no, it would be... will be vending fruit flies if you need fruit flies. <laughs> Shit, I ain't even going to bring them fuckers right. They've just been... Someone oh, find someone to sponsor us going to uh, Southeast Carpet Fest. What does that even mean? 
don't know. Someone pay for our, Get a our plane job. tickets is what I mean. Someone find a rich uncle to who really likes snakes to play for our plane tickets to Southeast Carpet Fest. And then we'll be in Florida. That'll work. Her second yes. question was, are there oh how do you pronounce Dermorils? Dermorils? What? Dermorils? That word, boa I have no idea. I haven't seen any. No, I, think I mean I'm not a, I'm not a huge boa fan, but there's just I forget what the guy's line is, but it's really really nice. Harding line, I believe, is the Doomroll Boa line. That's really I think really Austin nice. has lots of pinks. He has one. I don't know if he has. I don't know if he's paired it up yet, but Something he has one. That people don't work enough with. He has. I just don't like boas. I will tell you the very first time you ever have a you ever have a litter boa born, it will. Change your opinion of boas because it stinks like nothing you have ever experienced. I want Amazon tree boas. That's the only boa I want. I've done like... two litters of Amazon tree boas really? and I couldn't get them to eat. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. I thought that those would bite anything. So you. Oh no, they bit it. like motherfuckers, but I couldn't get them to actually wrap and eat. It was like uh, it was way worse than taking pinky parts and and tease feeding baby uh, eyelash vipers. It was oh. way worse than that. <laughs> What's a green phase Madagascar tree boa? That's what someone wants. It's a Madagascar tree boa. That's me. I don't know what the green phase is, though. Couldn't even begin to tell you. (laughs) Okay. Also, someone said, what is night? But Madagascar tree boa, that's a Sanzinia, right? I think so. Maybe. You know what I really Cause, want? Because the Madagascar and ground bow is the one that looks like Doomerl, so I, I think, think it is the same. Bow, maybe same. The I don't know, but I want some waggers. I want waggers bad. I like Atheris. I like Atheris. Uh, Chloricus? Chloricus? Something need, like that? I need some. I don't even know the common name. I don't know the common name. I don't know shit. I don't. I don't. I don't know the common name of it. I want to say it's an African these, the, those bush African bush viper. Bush viper is what it is, but it's it, it's fucking gorgeous. It's amazing. Yeah, I want some vipers, man. The temple vipers. I want cobras back I too. I mean, <laughs> I would take a mansion or whatever the fuck that one is. The green. I would have a better. Man. I would have a better chance of uh, getting a retic past my wife than a cobra. So I mean, that makes sense. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's not unreasonable. They both can kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would say the cobra is one more just of a faster chance. than the other. Yeah. Actually, no. I think the retake is a little bit faster. But at least from my experience, the with whole the like yeah. your your senses will just fall apart. You won't be able to see. You won't be able to smell. Taste. Oh no! I treat all my snakes die in silence like they're cobras. Always have. So it is. Dave. It's just one of those things that I I'm. I'm like, I don't like to be bit. I mean, it doesn't hurt. You know what I'm saying? They're small enough. It doesn't really hurt. I don't like being bit. Nope. And so I try to avoid it at all costs. And then I just feel like because at some points and times I do work with venomous here and there, you know, I only got rid of my kaboons because we had a baby. But uh, I, I, I've i always treated all my snakes like they were venomous. That way when I do have venomous, then I'm twice as careful because it's like this; these snakes can kill you. I've had rattlesnakes and stuff like that, but when I got gaboons, I was—I mean, I—I I, I was so like hands off. It's insane. Like it just—I will one. I, I miss them. It's everybody asks what a good beginner venomous is, and there really isn't a good beginner. There isn't. Yeah. A, there isn't a good beginner venomous. Just pick a venomous that you like. Find somebody who keeps it and learn how to keep it from yeah. them. 
Yeah, and learn movie. learn learn how to keep it from them. Unless you're um, a mama because, guy, and then don't get a mama as your first. Because thing. the way that I treat like my scrubs, well, my scrubs singular now, um, my carpets and everything else is not the way that I would treat cobras. It, it, there is a gigantic mental difference in opening up the cage to a cobra versus opening up the cage to a carpet python. And you can't recreate that. There's no amount of recreating. No bitey snake on the planet is going to recreate the fact that this is going to be a $100,000 bill if you get bit. Right. It just won't If do you're it. lucky enough to... Survive. To have any <laughs> venom available. If you're in this area and you have the Fort Worth Zoo and the Dallas Zoo right next to you, you may have a chance. And you're not that far from Florida. If you are the in Dallas Zoo has the biggest reptile collection in the United States. The Dallas Zoo has Navia and uh, Black Mambas and, oh. I and, say, and they have anti venom for all those. Mm-hmm. They have to. They have to because uh, they have to have their keepers kept covered if they do. Yeah. Which sucks for the keepers because that means that some moron out there got bit by a. And then they take their end. Yeah. And then you have the uh, Miami thing, which is a. Uh, Miami Dade, they keep like everything. Mm -hmm. They have uh, their airplane flight away, but I want to say with Mamba specifically, it's an 80 20 rule. If you get it within the first two hours, you have a 20% chance of uh, death and an 80% chance of life. After the two hours, it flip flops. It's an 80% 80 (laughs) chance of death and a 20% chance of life. And when you do live, you have shit, you have blood coming out of. Your butthole. Exactly. (laughs) Bleeding Uh, out my butthole. I read Brian Fry's uh, autobiography, Uh, and he talks about anal bleeding (laughs) in a couple spots. I mean, he ended up like bleeding from his eyes, his nose, Mm -hmm. every orifice, right? Like he said, if it wasn't for some of the, uh, if it wasn't for the fact that it'll kill you, like uh, King Cobra Venom is actually quite psychedelic. I mean, as far as any um, that would be a ner- neurotoxin. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to give you in some euphoric state, right? When you die, you would hope. <laughs> you hope so, but I mean, if you're talking about a hemotoxic, you're getting a well, like fire. my my favorite my favorite cobras are uh, the black neck spitters, and so they do a uh, more of a necrotic venom because their venom is designed more as a defense instead of a thing. So, like. They'll bite you here, and the venom will go up here, and it'll settle here, and then this part of your shoulder will run off. Oh, sweet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Number one, as always, Lilypad and Valiant Faint. I don't know, Dave, if you, if you watch all of them or heard, these two are like no other. They're going off on each other on the chats. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> Lilypad is, is Asian, which is not something you had, but... Valiant said, Asians always get A's, even A cups. And it kind of, kind of went, but I just thought that was funny. Um, whoever H2749 is, he said, what is the general consensus on snake eyesight? How good can snakes actually see? And if it's been observed that more visual animals like cobra, Cobras can see better than, say, a python. I will tell you that my experience with cobras, if you wave your hand in front of the cage and they see your hand first, they hood and track your hand. 
if you wave your hand and they see the shadow of your hand across the back of the cage, they will hood and track your shadow. A mamba, my one and only experience with a mamba, that fucker looked at the shadow, realized there was a shadow, turned back around to my hand. Okay. I wasn't opening up that cage. Not on my life. <laughs> oh, maybe that, that's a better read of heat and sight? No, they don't have heat pits. It's, it's pure eyesight. Yeah, there's certain snakes, you know, you start looking at things like, you go to the south and you look like, you know, look at coach whips. Mm-hmm. And they, they periscope and they're hunt, they hunt like that, like they're looking around. And you've always heard, oh, snakes, you know, have bad eyesight. I think it's a lot better than what we've ever thought. Retics, uh, your scrubs, all those kinds of these big snakes, they, they watch you. Very attentive. Scrubs? They're, they're very smart and they're watching. They're learning. I have never had a scrub python look at shadow. They, they they might notice the shadow in the back of the cage or whatever, but they will immediately track back around. That's probably more of a... I feel like they that, have the dual... That, that's probably more of the yeah. effect of the heat pits. But they track you, and they look at you. That's <laughs> it. Like, my green trees strike at shadows all the time. Well, mm-hmm. not all of them. I have one that's specifically the male Bjork that I recently bought. He, he's a shadow striker. Like, I walk in there, and I'll you'll see him all of a sudden just hit at nothing. It's like, what are you doing? And he realized when I walked by, I cast a shadow, and he struck at the shadow. Mm-hmm. Then he'll see me, and you see him, when he sees me, he pops up and looks at me, and I'm like, fucking dumb snake. That's also just like a super on-edge snake in comparison. It's not even on edge. It's, it's, it's at nighttime, usually, and they're just hunt mode. Yeah, like, if you just gotta catch a bird, me. then you yeah. gotta be quick. And like he was saying with Coach Whips, Coach Whips have no heat pits, but my few interactions with them, they track you. They don't look... It's not like they see your shadow or they see a tree or something off in the background and they look at that. No, those fuckers are watching you. <laughs> yeah, I don't... And, and like he was saying about most people saying that snakes were blind, I think that's old, back in the day, kind of... The cottonmouth chase me kind of shit. They're fucking retarded. I don't think any of these snakes are blind, you know, or near blind. I, don't, I think they all see pretty well. I think some are more sight-oriented as opposed to being heat-oriented, but... I think they all see very well. I will 100% tell you that scrubs are more... They seem to use both, both together, both together, but they seem to be more sight-orientated. Like, they, they keen in on movement. My carpet pythons, they keen in on heat. They're also... And, have more intellect than mm-hmm. any of those. And, like, uh, he's kept... He has some experience with retics. I've heard with retics that they have uh, that they show keeper recognition, and I can tell you one hundred percent that bloods and short tails do. They 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 will recognize their keeper versus somebody random who opens up the cage. And I, mean, I also think it's smell too, because your smell is yeah. your smell. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know which one that is. If it's a heat or a smell thing, probably more of a smell thing. But uh, that Borneo that I showed you the pictures of that had the. Patrol, yeah. yeah. My mom could. My mom would reach into his cage when he's in shed, and would get bit every fucking time. I could reach into that cage any time, never get bit. And then you see something like you were holding the jungle carpet before. It's so stupid; it doesn't even know if it wants to bite you or no. hang out with you or eat you, or it mm-hmm. doesn't even know. So it's like there is a clear intellect difference between even. I just find some of my colubrids to be very smart, even yeah. corn snakes to be more. They're more evolved technically than a, it's, a python, but it's a different. It's a different. Like my bull snakes, um, you can look at them and tell that there's something going on 
they're deeper. They'll look with, right back at you. Yeah, with carpet pythons, it's more of a mechanical thing. Like, they're more of a, you open up the tub. I love carpets, don't get me wrong. Please don't get me wrong. But you open up the tub or you open up the cage and they're just more of a mechanical, are you food or yes, are you not no food? food? No, Yeah. Um, the bull snakes actually seem to want to figure you out. And the same thing with the scrub pythons. They want to figure you out. Personally, carpets, if you're starting out. So that person asked what's better to start with, carpets or retail? I wasn't even going to ask that. Oh, Jesus off, Christ. Like, Corn snakes? <laughs> Why in the no, I think, I think, I think, honestly, I think carpets are, carpets are really easy wonderful snakes to keep as a first go-around snake. I, they don't get too big. They're they're Bowling pretty bulletproof. Proof. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty bulletproof. Retics, you, you don't... They get so big so fast. And then, I mean, One you're talking about super dwarfs. You know, super dwarfs, you spend a lot of money. You know, and then is it a true super dwarf or someone trying to make a sale? You know, and then it's, I, I don't, I, I just think if it's like your first snake, you're not going to spend the kind of money they're asking on a super dwarf compared to what you would get a carpet for. So to me, you know, I, I think retics are something you should hook up with somebody about, basically have a mentor learn about because retics can be or a different animal. They can Completely. be. I mean, their 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 size alone. They can. You know, you got to know about breeding season males and those bites. You got. There's a lot of shit to know about. Even if you even if you just have one male during the breeding season, I mean, you might reach into that cage and he might decide, I don't fucking want you in me anywhere near me. And then you end up in the hospital. <laughs> and for the most part, carpets aren't that cool. Maybe that I mean, yeah. are you, you going to keep a dog or a lion? A dog can bite you, but it's probably not going to kill you. It might, but a retake can straight up fuck you up pretty badly if you make a mistake. If you're your first time keeper, you're going to make mistakes. He said right now they have two corns and a ball python. Uh, so you're not a total beginner, but a carpet would but be yeah, a good No, no, no. Carpet would be... If you're going to make a start, if you're going to make the jump, I carpet. Definitely. Unless, I, I will say, unless you have a passion and a desire to work with a giant snake. If you have a passion and desire to work with a giant snake, then by all means, go get it. But find somebody who keeps them, find somebody who breeds them, hook up with them. Figure out how you properly take care of and cage and deal with a 15 foot <laughs> pissed off female or something and, like that. And don't, and don't, don't count size out on a dwarf because I have my, my female gold child, she's half dwarf and she's still going to hit 12, 13 feet. I mean, that's still a big Even snake so and it's half huge. dwarf. Mm -hmm. And so, you, you know, you think some of these dwarfs, if they're not super dwarfs, those super dwarfs that I've seen, they're like six, seven feet, eight feet, something like that. Then your dwarfs are like 10, 11, you know, and then you start getting less and less. But I don't know, just even even a 10 or 11 foot snake is still a lot of snake to deal with. Yeah. And they're strong. Uh, and they're a bit more temperamental than a eight foot coastal carpet or something like that. Okay. Paris asked, are false water, false water cobras good for a second snake? I want to get one no. because I'm bored of bullies. I've Voids. Void yeah. voids are like pythons. Oh, and colubrids. Um, he, said, he says he's bored of chlorinsmakes, and um, so he wants something more. Sick. I don't know a whole lot about their venom. They're rear fanged. It's I, definitely mild, but yeah, definitely um, good enough. I know that there are people out there that free handle them. Um, if you're bored, good lord. Yeah, 
I know I wanted a pair. They are, I want they some. are smelly. They are, you know, everything in Calubri can be. Uh, what Calubrids do they have experience He's with? corn slings, right? Pears? I think Paris had a ball python. And I thought they had ball python on the corn. Not 100% sure. So he's, he's also, if he's, if he, if he's, he's also like 16. Let's if he's, that into, oh, 16? No. 16-year-olds like have to absolutely... I'm really, really, really sorry to be absolute about this, but 16-year-olds have no business with anything more venomous than a hog nose as far as rare fame goes. But I mean, uh, why not? There's so many other... Cool colubrids out there. Why not go with something? Try like your Kribo, hand, which is hardcore, but still. Try your hand with either a Kribo or like a bull snake or something like that. True, it does a bull snake, yeah. Because that false water cobra will do just as much damage as far as shit goes as a bull snake or an indigo or a Kribo. You don't want to do an indigo, but no, is he in England. He is in England. Can you get bull snakes in England? I have no earthly idea. There's a, there's a little bit rarer, but I'm sure you can find. I have absolutely no earthly idea. There's a, there's not many great keeping colubrids in Europe, but there are some like Russian rat snakes and stuff like that. But they're a little bit harder to keep. But yeah, I mean it's I mean they have corn snakes and stuff over there. They have bull snakes. They have a few people. It's just um, our bull snake maybe a hundred bucks, and theirs maybe three fifty or something. You know, like it's gonna be a different market, but definitely start going slowly as far that... as priority goes. Asshole in Ireland. Lawrence, yes, I did call you an asshole. He hatched out oxibles and he also hatched out um, scrubs. Yeah. That was his first. Oh, oh I know yes. what you're talking about. Now. Um he also he hatched out only has scrubs. No, he has he has some kind of dwarf uh bull snake, and I can't remember which one it was. I, I can't remember which one it is. So would it be a calf snake? <laughs> Exactly. Hey, hey, hey. Neil, so that motherfucking ass is killing me. There's a pillow down. There's a pillow there That's for a reason. Dave, Dave broke that chair last time he was here. So <laughs> you should blame him. I mean, I got an ass, but this shit hurts. Oh, yeah. yeah. He hatched out. <laughs> he hatched out like. Uh, and to make you taller on the really short chair. He hatched out some kind of dwarf uh, bull snake. I can't remember which one it was. But they're, they're definitely out there. Yeah, they're yeah. definitely there. You can find them. I would not recommend... If you're going to do rear fang, I would not recommend anything above a hog nose until you have a little bit more experience. <laughs> yeah. That you, I he mean, said he wants a badass snake with a bad temperament. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's... Someone suggested tip. a white lip. That right there <laughs> I said is... I going to scrub. That right there is how I ended up with cobras at 19 years old. <laughs> I mean, you could go Boyega, you could go... You could no, go, don't go anything. Do don't. If, if that's your whole reasoning for keeping a snake yeah. is you want something badass with a temperament, you're going to be one of these idiots that we see on YouTube that got bit by your snake. You're going to be in the hospital. You're going to probably be dead. And then they're passing laws trying to keep people from owning reptiles because of some dumb shit that you wanted that you thought was cool with an attitude. Don't fucking do it. Lily said she's going to go to his funeral. Like, yeah, like that kind of shit. It's not. It, it's you not. Want something it. because you like to keep it, you know. You want to see it set up, not because it's got an attitude. It's badass. I bought a big retake because I wanted to feed it hogs. I mean, you can you can go with a go with a viper boa. It's not gonna hurt you, but it looks venomous. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to be badass, it might bite you, but it's not gonna hurt you. You can get or a do good, a was that Kendoya aspera? That's what viper boa is. I think so. Um, there there are venomous keepers that keep. 
that deal with like king cobras and shit like that in the zoos and they keep Dry Marcon, uh, Kribos, and Indigos at or home. Or even King Rats uh-huh. for Cobra training and stuff. Well, they keep those. They keep uh, Dry Marcon in uh, at home because they're not allowed to keep venomous where they live, and they want the experience of keeping of, of dealing with the lapid, but they can't deal with any lapid at home. Man, and so just, they keep I those. Just, I want gaboons and wagglers, and I'm not happy. <laughs> I miss my gaboons, and I, I've always wanted wagglers. <sighs> I never, I never got really big into gaboons. Gaboons Man. scare me because I feel like they can lull you into being like this is a tame reptile and then kill you in one. Every second. single solitary person who owns a gaboon needs to own a puff adder, and then they need to realize that that gab- that when you open up that puff adder's cage and it's fucking doing its little hissy, bitey, strikey shit. <sighs> You need to realize that that gaboon that sits there placidly that you could literally reach your hand in there and go like this and go like that and clean its cage, it's capable of doing everything that that puff adder is doing. <laughs> See, that's a, it's like a ball python with lethal consequences. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I get I get where people come from and, and the way how they them. look at them and they oh, they don't do shit. I've always treated mine like I know a what doom. the fuck they are and what they can do. So I don't give a fuck how I slow will. it moves, how you know lazy it looks. <laughs> I know, bottom line, what that, that snake is. Well, we were, we were talking about, uh, Ryan Rumbley and I were talking about that with blood pythons. Okay, with carpet pythons, it's, you, you look at their head and their how the, and, and visual cues. Blood pythons, it's like an eye twitch. It's an eye twitch and you have to watch their tongue flick. If their tongue stops flicking, you, you don't fucking go anywhere near it because they're, they're going to strike at you. And Gabby's do that. The, mm-hmm. the whole eye twitch thing, if you watch them, they'll sit there and, I mean, it's like they're as still as possible and if you're, like anywhere kind of behind them, you'll see it where they sit there, then that eye just moves and looks at you. It's like, all right. And it's, it's like you'll see it. And it, it's so subtle, but it's so quick. I mean, you just see that eye where it's focused this direction or it just looks like it's looking straight off somewhere. And all of a sudden, it's just a subtle little twitch and it's looking right at you. It's like, I'm, we're cool, SA. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're cool, man. I am not one of these people that uh, says that. This type of snake is for beginners. This type of snake is for intermediates. This type of snake is for advanced. I think you can, at any level that you are, you, you can get away with you, you can get away with keeping whatever you want. Uh, it just uh, no 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 no. Uh, it it just depends upon what uh, how how deep you're willing to go to learn about the animal. Like the whole blood python and the eye twitch thing. That's something I didn't realize until my fourth time trying to keep blood pythons. <laughs> you know, and I've always thought it's like. So many people keep ball pythons the wrong way. And, you know, you think, oh, they're from Africa. They must want it really high. No. I thought the same thing about gaboons. You know, I was like, oh, African snakes type shit. They're even in the jungles. It's getting hot out there. They must want it 90 degrees. In the- no. You keep, you keep a gaboon almost exactly like you keep a green tree. You know, your hot, my hot spots were 84-ish, 85-ish. And then my cool ends were mid-70s. Blood pythons come from kind of the same type of uh, mm-hmm. thing Bar- as there. And blood and pythons, you give them a hot spot of 85 degrees and an ambient of 80, and they will never, even if you feed them, all right, they're already this fucking big around. If you feed them a rat, if you feed them a meal that makes them this big around, they will not go on the hot side of their cage, period, end of story. And wherever the heat is, they are some far away from it. I mean, I find in general we're too hot with things, but mm-hmm. you see just more and more often. It's like Terry Phillips keeps everything 80 degrees, I believe. It's like 80 degrees flat. Most I, do, 
I do somewhere between 78 and 82, typically. Um, I mean, I'll trying to figure my hot spot on carpets, but trying to figure my room out when I moved was kind of a pain. It went from seventy-eight degrees to ninety degrees to seventy degrees, and it was yeah, what you me. don't want is jumping all around, <laughs> right? You like want some type of consistency, mm -hmm. so at least you know what's working, what's not. Now it's a little bit more consistent, and it's sitting right between eighty and eighty-three, so I'm good. That's perfect. Like, mm -hmm. That's exactly what I want all my snakes. At. And it doesn't matter if it's a corn snake or a green tree. I want to keep them both. At that With the bull snakes, I find that the bull snakes want it to be a little bit cooler. They're a little bit more like dry macan in that area. They like uh, seventy-six to seventy-eight. I keep them. In, I keep them like in here at seventy-four, mm -hmm. and then eighty-five on the hot spot, but. Yeah, I'm not in tuned enough with the ambient thing because I have the ambient <laughs> for the corn snakes and yeah. stuff like that. So I can imagine, though, that they're a little bit different than a corn snake and everything. Just everything's fucking different. Everything's but. fucking different. The dry Marcon was the most crazy thing. My Keeping my Kribo was crazy. It's the only snake I've ever kept at 72 degrees that ate and shit and did everything just fine and didn't want to be any hotter. I mean, Asian rat <laughs> snakes, you know, rhino rat snakes... People say 75, and they'll keep their snakes to 75. It scares the shit out of me. I, don't I wouldn't know what the... F <laughs> it took... I am I am dumbfounded that this Kribo lived through its first year because it took every ounce of my willpower to do what it wanted to do. Right. You, by nature, you want to make it warmer. I, I, I wanted it to have an 85-degree hotspot, period. That's what I wanted it to have, and it never wanted it. It would... If it had a hide spot and it was over the hot spot, it would move the fucking hide spot. If yeah. if it could have gotten out of the cage, moved the cage, and went back into the cage, it would have done that. Well, look at all my corn snakes. They're all at the front of the cages during mm -hmm. the winter, even though it's the same temperature all around. They know it's the fucking winter, and they want to be... I don't get it, these fucking animals. Anyway, we're over time. <laughs> Evan's not even paying attention because he's going to talk about this and not give a fuck. I'm straight what looking at He's um, looking I'm at the weather. I'm fixing to go fishing. So, Mom, what is he doing? He's going to go fishing. Yeah, you got to bring us back some catfish. I have a fishing rod. You can take my fishing rod. You ain't got a rod like I got. No, he's, I got he's got a Fisher Price. She's got a Fisher Price. Wait, I want to show him. <laughs> it's a little, it's like one of those press release little babies. Oh, Jesus Christ. For babies. Anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for listening, watching, whatever you do. Evan, where can we find you? You find me on Instagram, at Carpet Cartel, on Facebook, Carpet Cartel, uh, uh, Southern Carpet Fest. Also, please check out Southeast Carpet Fest and uh, Spotify Ice Cube. Yes, I'm not. I'm not I'm, I am on Spotify, but it's under it's under my. Wife, oh Jesus! Like what the fuck is this? <laughs> I can't remember how to open. It up. Dave, where can we it's find you on Instagram? On Instagram, I'm oh, at Morelia Evolution. Evolution. Uh, Facebook. I do have a Morelia Evolution Facebook page, but it's, it's kind of inactive at the moment. Um, so Dave Perlich is a good place to reach me on Facebook. Uh, I do have a website, moreliaevolution.org. Uh, that's my blog. I try to upload every two weeks. I really do. Um, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. That's about when all of us you put out shit on social media and all that stuff on our website. Well, it, it, I, tried to, I tried to do YouTube, but I don't like the way my voice sounds on on a recording. You just gotta get over that. <laughs> None of us so, like it. Yeah. 
Um, I prefer the whole written word thing. Yeah. It's more therapeutic for me, too. People think I'm, like, outgoing because I do this and I do YouTube, but I don't like talking to people. Just, <laughs> and you talk fine on the fucking podcast, but you, you know, it's, it's different it's when you're cool. not talking about snakes. That I mean, we can all talk to people, Oh, Jesus, I could sit here and talk to you for, like, four or you know, five hours. You know, yeah, but <laughs> it would get so deep on colubrids and oh, have God. it just be... Uh, <laughs> Evan doesn't give a fuck about colubrids. Garfrogs, green trees, carpets, gaboons, and like I can give a shit about garfrogs for probably about 10 minutes. I'm actually with you on gaboons. I like gaboons. No, yeah, everyone, they just look fucking amazing. Yeah, gaboons are, oh man, I miss them. But I was trying to say where to find me, but you're playing with your Fisher Price. Um, It's much more intensive. That actually seems a little You're not... You're not catching any catfish on that. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Forcecity5000.com, Forcecity5000 on Instagram, From the Ground Out Podcast. You're listening to it. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Hopefully this sounds decent. We mic'd up the room with the three assholes we've had on the mm-hmm. podcast before. We are all three opinionated people with stupid opinions that may not be facts, but... Oh, most of it's probably like bullshit. Shit. That's all right. And uh, you can see Dave get bitten at www.com, youtube.com, <laughs> Python ate a man on our podcast. Python ate a man. I like that. Python ate a man. Never go full bar chip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later. Have a good one. Deuces.